Yo, what's good, extended fam? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. <laughs> yeah. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. I recommend a computer. We're professionals here. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Try to catch me slipping there. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Chip. What's going on, family? This your boy, Flaw700, half of the podcast brothers. Before we get into this week's episode, I'd like to take this time to let you know where you can find our material at. Thepodcastbrothers.com. From there, you can subscribe to iTunes. iTunes is very important. Make sure after you listen to our episodes, leave us a review. That's the most important part. Share it with your friends and family. Or if you're an Android user, you can just listen to the episodes straight from the podcastbrothers.com website. You can download the episodes, whatever you want to do. To contact us directly, hit us up at mybroandmepodcast at gmail.com. And um, now on to this week's episode. We're brothers, we're happy and we're singing and we're colored. Give me a high five. Yo, yo, this your boy Flaw 700. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Fresco. And we are the Podcast Brothers, and this is episode 17. 17. You I got, got it right, right this, this time. Yeah, I got it did. right, man. <laughs> hey, man, before we get into this week's episode, I want to give a shout out to some podcast friends, some podcast family. First off, the John Effect Podcast. Shout out to John. Make sure you go subscribe to him on iTunes. Check him out on SoundCloud. Funny dude. Next, we got the Podcast Queens. Shout out to the Podcast Those Queens. Those my girls, the Podcast Queens. Shout out to y'all. Told you they thought Jarrell was a stripper. No, they didn't. <laughs> the Real and Raw Podcast, man. Shout out to the Real and Raw. You can find all these podcasts on iTunes or on SoundCloud. All the homies. We Got the Jazz. I listen to We Got the Jazz. Check them out. We Got the Jazz. To Kenya Talks Podcast. Make sure you check that one out. And it's another podcast that I discovered a few weeks ago, and I've been listening to them, and they're pretty funny. Who? The Pre-Game Podcast. I ain't get a chance to listen to them yet. Check them boys out, man. They funny, man. How many episodes deep they in? I think they right around where we at, like 20-something. Oh, right. They on 20-something. I can't right, recall. My last shout-out, though, I want to give a shout-out to Just AJ Fresh. Shout out to Just AJ, AJ Fresh, man. That guy. He, he, he give all the detailed comments <laughs> on the... um. On the SoundCloud in the comments section, man. He comments, like, throughout the entire episode every, on every single episode. Every show. He listened to, like, I think he might have started at, like, 13 or something. Listen he to, went back. And then he went back <laughs> to episode one, two, three, comment on every one. So I want to give a shout-out to him. Shout-out like to said, the homie. Whatever you doing, just AJ Fresh, let me know so I can support it. Whatever it is you're going to do. If you want to be a producer, whatever, let me know so I can support it. What's good, Fresco? I'm chilling, man. I've been watching football all day. You know, we recording later than usual, so I'm in a whole different mode than I normally am when we record. But I've been watching football. I had a chill ass weekend. Actually, wait, what did I do yesterday? I can't even remember. No, I can't remember right now, honestly. I don't know what the fuck I did yesterday. <laughs> I can tell you what I did yesterday. What? I was watching some Luke Cage. 
Yo, I heard weekend, it's dope. Man. I heard it's dope. Luke Cage on Netflix. You gotta check I, that I, out. I thought man. it was kind of weird when I first saw it. I was like a bulletproof black man. Really? I was like, this is the best you got. A bulletproof black man. Yo, he can. I, was like, I guess he been. <laughs> well, I guess, man. He. I thought this shit was fake at first. It's like, I never thought a bulletproof black man like Luke Cage. Was like, Luke Cage, huh? And he can bend guns. He's he. Nobody can kill him. I was sitting there thinking, if him mean? and the Hawk fought, who what do you win? mean? What do you mean he can bend guns? He bends guns. How? He's a knife, like with his bare He's hands a, or with mentally? his bare hands. He takes the gun and he bends it. So is he super strong or he's just only able to bend guns? He's bull- <laughs> like, what the fuck <laughs> is his power? Proof and he bends. Guns. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't have any powers. He, what the, the his fuck? Powers is that, his powers is that he's bulletproof, man. And he can bend guns. And he can bend guns. What the fuck? What the fuck? You need to bend guns you don't for? Don't want no bulletproof. sauce with Luke. What's the point? That seems kind of like redundant. I'm bulletproof. Why I need to bend guns? Because he does. He doesn't really want to hurt nobody. He's a really good guy. <laughs> Instead of bashing your face in, he takes your gun, bend it, and you run off. That's how it works. The bad guys run. Man, that shit trash. I that shit sound garbage as Luke hell. Cage. I'm going to watch it, though, but that shit sounds super Luke trash. Luke Cage I shut down Twitter. Matter of fact, Netflix crashed because Luke Cage was so popular, man. So shout out to that. I listened to that D, um, Dave East album. Shout out to Dave East for so, signing the Def Jam, man. I ain't get a chance to listen to it yet, it's but fire. I'm going to get to it. So Dave East album, mixtape was uh, fire, and Luke Cage was fire. So we got a lot of good, positive black things going on. I heard Solange album was fire. I don't know. Somebody else tell me. You going to listen to it? No. Yeah. But I heard it was fire. Shout out to Solange. Shout out to Solange, I guess. I ain't going to listen, but shout out to you for dropping work. Yeah, man. So we got a guest this week, like we do all every week. That's just becoming the norm. To be honest, it wasn't going to start off with guesses, right? We just like, we're going to rock out, and if people wanted to come through, they come through. Yeah, I didn't think people would want to come on, honestly. <laughs> so just... every it's like every week since like episode four, I think we, we had our brother on episode two, and then it was us episode three. But from four and on, we've had, yeah, a, we had guest. a guest every week since. Ian, you want to introduce yourself, brother? You just told yeah, people what's going who he on, is. Man. He can say his whole name, though. Ian Polk. Ian Polk, see? Huh? Ian Polk, Ian Polk is in the building, man. Appreciate you coming through, dog. Appreciate you yeah, coming man, through. Appreciate y'all for having me. If I sound distracted, man, it's because we got the Cowboys 49ers game playing in the background, and I really want the 49ers to win. I ain't really worried about that, man. They're going to win. It's looking like it. That's crazy, right? Like, like it's always about right matchups, man. Fuck Who would have thought the 49ers would be giving the Cowboys issues? But listen, right? Let's get right into it. Power season finale. Power season finale. Power Fuck season Angela. finale. Yeah, son. Fuck I, Angela, I don't bro. think I ever hated a character as much as I hate Angela. Hey, yo. I saw that coming, too, man. Really? I saw the whole... I, I kind of saw it coming. When, when his fingers went across the yeah, glass. Yeah, 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 When yeah, he yeah, first yeah, pressed yeah, yeah. it, I was like, finger, he fucked up. I was like, yo, they gonna find... But I, I, guess, I didn't know they was gonna make the correlation with old boy's murder, though. Greg? Mm, yeah. Right, yeah. Right? Yo, why did Greg? Yo, why was he such an idiot? Why would he tell Mike? He, he told, I'm about why, to take you in. Mike, why would he accept why would he that? T- <laughs> okay, Greg, you got me. You're like, what the fuck? Like, no, <laughs> dumbass. Why All right, was, Greg, listen. <laughs> you should have just acted like you ain't no shit. Kane but got- I, I, figured he, I figured Greg thought he was too far in because he was just getting ready to explain how Angela was this and was that. And I guess he felt stupid at the moment at the same time. I guess I got distracted because when they went and took... um. The syrup guy. What's his name? Milan. Milan. When they took Milan, I thought something was going to happen then. I didn't know they was going to smoke Milan that easy. I, I, I thought the same thing. I, I was like, some shit about to happen. Kinda, I yeah, thought, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. Tommy was about to shoot ghosts right. or some shit like that. I thought something more was going to happen. So when they smoked Milan, I got distracted. Like, yo, it's about to be a happy ending to the end of the season. This can't be. 
Right. But then when she did walk in, I was like, oh, man. He kissed her and shit. He was all happy. Yeah. And, and he left her to protect her. He didn't. She Listen, she went and slept with listen, Greg. Angela, Angela is Angela's fucking dumb. Yeah. All right. She's dumb. Oh, shit. You see what this nigga did? Anyway, Angela's dumb. My <laughs> fault. Like I said, I'm watching the game. Angela's dumb because when she was with Jamie, she was all in love with Jamie. So she was doing whatever it was to keep him safe. Then Greg gets shot when when uh when uh Lobo's van got jumped on a and on a route. And then she was all concerned about Greg ever since then, worried about his health. Then he gets killed and now it's oh no, now I gotta avenge Greg. Like get the fuck out of here, man. You don't know what the fuck you want out hey, of here. Did Kanan get soft? He ain't wanna he, he ain't wanna kidnap Tariq. You now. know what it is? He did at first. He did at first, but then he started thinking about his I son, think I'm exactly yeah. I think Kanan ghost uh, 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 uh Tariq is gonna be the Kanan where Sean was the ghost. Yeah, you know what I'm exactly. saying? It's because exactly. Kanan ain't get to raise his son. And yeah. if he would have got to raise Sean, this is the kind of shit Sean yep. would have been doing. Yep. This is the softest <laughs> we've ever seen Kanan, man. But People... I feel like that was the that was the that's what makes it interesting. Right. We assume he's right. gonna, he gonna just off him. He was gonna be son, hard the whole like season. Five episodes before he killed somebody's grandma. <laughs> like yeah, he, he was no mercy, man. Now he, he got he, saved, he choked Tariq. her with a Jesus saves yeah. That's that's fucking disaster. <laughs> <laughs> but I heard they already started filming the season four. Yeah, they already started filming. Yeah, they filmed during the the, the cold months. That's so why, why it comes so why out. So why can't we summer. get it till July? Damn. I mean, you know, they, think, it's it's, it's all it's, to, it's all uh, a machine. You know what I'm saying? It goes to the to the ratings. Yeah. The quarterly ratings. Right. I think certain quarters have higher ratings, and that's how they make their money based on ratings. They basically choke you until they like, okay, here you go. And then we so thirsty for it, we went right to it for 10 straight weeks. Didn't Empire just, like, come back on? Yeah, Empire just came yeah, back em- on. Yeah, Empire. But but Fox has it where, see, it confuses me because they not off for that long. They, they right? Empire go off in March. So I think I think I think they split. Right. I think they split it. They had like right. a mid season finale right. and then it comes back on in like right. February. Something like that. And then it runs or until March. I think again. Empire, stuff like that, they'll have like twenty episodes where it seems longer. Power's like ten. Right. So it's like boom, it's done. It, like Power's it just, just for the summer. Yeah. That's it. it. But fuck Angela, man. You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, all right, so these are the questions I have for power going into season four. Who the fuck is gonna find out Mike is the leak? The, all the people who know Mike is the leak is dead. The only piece of evidence that's connected Mike to anything is the is the cell phone that Angela has. Angela has Hugo's cell phone that Ghost gave her after him and Tommy killed Hugo, right? So that's the only piece connect. But he planted his phone in Greg's apartment after he killed Greg, so it made it seem like Greg was the leak. Mm. So, so that sounds like Angela's gonna be the one that actually finds out. Right. Yeah, but about Mike. but is she going? Is all right. So then now, Ghost is locked up. We don't know how much time is going to pass. And, you know, Tommy, after they killed Milan, Milan, right-hand man, walked up to Tommy like, does he know we going to sell drugs in his clubs? He's like, nah, he'll know soon enough. So what the fuck is going to happen with that? Yeah, right. It's just a lot going on to, you know, to know that your son is going to be, well, he don't know, but his son and is kidnapped. that's another thing. Tariq is kidnapped. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I forgot about that. The ransom. He up here drinking lean with all these old-ass niggas. Who the fuck you think he is? But you right? know how real that is, though? You know how many kids... Rebel against their parents at that age. That, that's yeah. what they do. But like I said, that was Ghost's fault because when he started doing all this funny shit with Angela, this shows the, the trickle down effect of everybody that was involved with him down to his son. He like fuck my dad. He ain't who I thought he was. So yeah, I'm out here true. sipping lean. So that was just him leaving Tasha. That was that, or you huh? don't think that these kids be feeling themselves and they just don't want to be up under? Nah, because he ain't start acting like that. Because first of all, uh, Sean was his best friend. Sean got killed. And then his dad left his mom. He just 
Like nobody it told was him a nothing. Void. He had a void. Yeah, yeah. And, and Kanan came through to fill it. Right. But so what, what was light skin, my man? I don't, can't remember his name. Light skin. Dre. 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 Right. Yeah, what's Dre. up with Dre? Because Dre, so, right. he know everything, right. but he ain't tell Ghost. But that's the point. Sean held him down, so it never was Ghost. Sean held him down. Right. That was his best friend. Right, so he exactly. was looking for another best friend. So I think that even if Ghost stayed and Sean was still gone, he still, still would have felt, right, because right. he didn't have that person. All right, that makes sense. Right. So, because cause Ghost was never there. He got caught with the ratchet at school. Man. Yeah. Ghost but was at never the same there. time, like, that's who Ghost was before he got rich, too. Like, he's still, like, you can show your kid all this stuff, but hereditarily, like, he's still your kid, bro. You you got into bullshit when you was a kid. Kids get into bullshit. Like, you can't just, just because you try to keep it away from them, don't, you don't, you don't think they, you get, you still got to expect this shit to happen, though. Yeah. Like, hey, man. That's just how, that's just what I think. Uh, but I'm looking forward to season four. On to the next topic. How about that debate, huh? Hillary versus Trump. Man. <laughs> Listen, man. I ain't <laughs> see it, man. Y'all gonna have to film me in. Yo, I you see saw sound what? bits. I see right. sound You ain't bits. missing nothing. You ain't missing He basically nothing. lied the entire debate, and just nobody cares no more. Like, you know when every time they have a debate, you have to wait for the next morning to check the facts? Right. You didn't need to. He no. lied in our faces. And he didn't answer no questions. He didn't, he didn't answer, answer no any questions. questions. Like, 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 it was like watching... It was like watching Two kids pulled into the principal's office after a food fight and explaining who who threw the first who, punch. Who fought was it? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what that other. shit was like. It's like, come on, man. And, like, Well, they, they basically was arguing on who was less racist. Who was less, who did the black people like more? Right, here go, here's <laughs> Trump, here's Trump. I release, I release my attack documents when she releases the 33 emails she deleted. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Two 70-year-old kids, You know what I'm saying? Right, like, what the fuck true, is this, huh? bro? Like, regardless, man, you still got to show them shits either way. Like, ne- neither one of you are getting passes here. And then he wanted to stop and frisk to come back after they stop told him. Frisk. Yeah, t- uh, stop so and Trump. frisk. <laughs> so, Trump, how do you get a group of people to stop liking another group of people? Well, what you do is <laughs> you stop and frisk those motherfuckers. <laughs> that's how you that's how you restore law and order. Yo, like, what the fuck? No, did y'all man. see that Trump hasn't paid taxes in twenty years? Twenty years, dog. So he should be in jail. He, he said he said because I'm smart. That's what, that's he, what said. he said. He said it on TV. Hillary said you ain't paid your taxes in something, something years. Because I'm smart. Because I'm smart. And then he was interviewed right after the debate went was over and the reporter asked him, he was like, I didn't say that. <laughs> Fuck you mean, bro? Like Yo, bro. you and your Botox face and your wigs, man. Another part me, that bro. got me was when they when Hillary brought up the fact that he was sued for not renting to black people. His answer right. was, "Well, I wasn't the only one." <laughs> <laughs> he didn't deny it. He said it wasn't just me. Like he throwing other people under the bus. And on top of that, he was only showing major concern for the cities that he had investments in. Like, whenever he mentions the city name, oh, like, Charlotte, they got those riots going away. I have investments out there, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Chicago, no, thousands he, of people in Chicago get, I have investments there, by the way. This is what he actually you know what said. Like, what the fuck? It's like, bro, like, you clearly only care about these places because you have money invested in buildings in these cities. And though. another like, thing that got me was when Hillary brought up the $14 million loan that he got from his pops. He said it wasn't $14 million. It was $1 million. No, he didn't even say shit. that. He said a small loan my pops gave me. But it was $14 million. But, you know, before... You said it was? No, 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 no. He denied oh, that oh, much. Oh. I thought that was all one sentence you just no, said. No, 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 no. He denied it. He said, my pops gave me a small loan. A small loan to start his business. But after... About the next day... I seen it yesterday, but the next day, NY Times had it. His father did give him a $14 million loan. And they said that $14 million to date equals 30, $31 million. Wow. So if you give me $31 million, 
Well, I'm going to have casinos and start. Bro. Yeah. You hit the ground but running with no problem. Didn't he inherit the casino? Did he? He inherited that, though. Okay. So not only did he inherit the casinos, he also got $14 million to do whatever it is he wanted to do. Yeah, I th- when I when I think of Trump, dog, I just think about a spoiled a spoiled child. Like that's all he reminds me of. Dog. He I is. just see a spoiled child. Like even when I hear him talk, I'm not convinced or I'm not like he does. He never wins me over with anything he says. It's like you just you remind me of that kid in school who I just wanted to smack in the face, but I didn't because I didn't want to get suspended. It would have been my fault if I smacked you, but you the one who getting on everybody fucking nerves. <laughs> like, I want to fuck you up so bad, but I just ain't trying to get suspended. Like, that's, at a time, that's Trump for me. At a time, I said that I wasn't going to vote. I did say that. I'm going to vote. Got to vote for Hillary. If you don't like Hillary, I don't have a reason to vote for Hillary. I'm just going to vote Hillary. I can't tell you nothing good about Hillary. She's the default one. Yeah, you, you just like have to vote. I set up for Hillary to win, man. You think so? Because I feel like Donald is just a little too off. He's sabotaging himself, it seems like, yeah, right? But almost, the more he puts himself out there, the more yo, people Republicans love him. Republicans ain't want to endorse him for so fucking long. Like, motherfuckers is just endorsing him, like, last week. But I noticed, like, you know, I, I follow a couple Republican pages, mm. and I read the comments, because this is how I really, I'm really able to create a dialogue. And even if it's not create a dialogue, I understand people's point of view, so I could chew your argument up. Mm. But, a lot, yo, Republicans, they robots, man. Like, they don't care. They are focused. It's like it's a gang. And they riding with their gang regardless. They don't care if he's an idiot. Yeah. They riding with him. And the dude, the dude Paige, uh, I ain't going to shout his page because I don't fuck with him anyway. But, <laughs> but um, the dude Paige, he, uh, even he be kind of bashing Trump. In the comments, they be like, "Oh, you selling out? You might as well go." For-. They don't care about. They don't care about character. They care about party. Right. right. That's they, what they focus on. Party. We're gonna. If this is who our who we gotta be, this, this is who, is who gotta we be. gotta be. Right. If it's Trump, dumbass, it's gonna be Trump because we can't have Hillary. You know what I'm saying? People really think it's really gonna be a big difference, but I don't. I don't oh no, think no, no. Much of a big difference because they anything. tried to tell us that Obama. And Mitt Romney was close, but when the election night came, he smoked him. <coughs> like right. they'll like they'll tell you this is where they get me at. They'll do a poll somewhere and they'll say Hillary's only winning by two points. Who took that poll? I didn't. I don't get this poll stuff. Yeah, I, like, I, poll I, I never got an email that said you know we're I don't right. I, well, I, we want you to vote what you feel about Hillary and yeah, Trump. Like, like I, I never got I that fucking the results are in. I feel right. like they can put anything on TV yeah. just to kind of influence us. Right. Nobody's really asking yeah. that question. Wait, who? Where these polls come from? Right. The polls said what? Well, I didn't do any. Polls. People went to work and and they had some way from at work to cast this. Right. Vote. Exactly. I mean, how do you know they, what I heard that they do sometimes? They call landline phones. Now we don't got landline phones I got anymore. Landline phones. But they call landline phones because they know who has landline phones. Uh, older folks. Older folks. <laughs> hey, hey yo, my grandma, the only person I know still with a landline phone. I got man. a landline phone. I ain't gonna lie. You do? It oh came, yeah, you do. It came with the cable package, man. Oh yeah, it <laughs> do. do it like that. I don't. But use the it. only people that call it is trying to sell you. Something. Right, like, right. Hey, I don't. I don't even know what a fucking phone jack is in my crib. Now. <laughs> I don't even look for that shit. I remember you used to have to hook that shit up to your internet when you had dial up back in the day before it was high speed. Yo, I'm gonna read y'all two separate stories, right? And I want y'all to answer them the best way. It's just your opinion. Say what you want. I can be as ignorant as I want. Be as ignorant as you want. All right, cool. I'm My w- okay. Here goes story one. This is true stuff. Somebody really wrote this. Oh, this is real shit. You sure this ain't just one of them memes that float around the internet that you see in between all your social this media? This ain't no meme. Somebody took their precious time to write this. That's look like a status. Yeah, it's, it. yeah. All right. 
My wife. But hold on though, before you get started, you know people still they statuses from memes, right? People that fucking. But you know what? Before I read this, I thought it was stupid. Uh-huh. But when I saw the comments and people was actually going back and forth on this, uh-huh. I said, you thought hey, it was, why that not? was a conversation. Right. I thought it was a common sense answer, right? Yeah. So we'll see what we think and the world thinks because they listen to us in Africa. They listen to us in Asia. I haven't shouted y'all out Australia. in so long, baby. Europe. Fuck with us, man. Yeah, man. Okay, so here it is. My wife thinks that I'm being petty, but I think she's crossing the line and disrespecting me. She has kids from a previous relationship, and we have a child together. Since her kids were little, their father would pick them up every other weekend and take them. Now that our youngest child is five, he wants to take him too. I told her no. She didn't think it was a big deal since she feels he's responsible. I don't understand why he needs to have a relationship with our child. He's not extended family. He is simply the father of her kids, and I'm setting the boundaries. She thinks I'm being childish and letting my ego take over. I think it's disrespectful of her to even ask me. She would have shut that shit down. It would be different if he was my son's dad, but he's her ex. I'm standing my ground on this one. I know I'm not wrong. What do you think so, of that, So, fellas? So the kids they already have together, are they boys? I don't know. Uh, it doesn't even say what they were. It didn't say what they were. It says child. So from her previous relationship, she has two children with a man. And with the and current he, marriage, they have one. They have one. Yeah. He always takes his two every other weekend. Now, for some strange reason, he wants to take their child, too. Yeah. Because I, like, I feel like if they're all boys, like, why not let them go? Mm. See? This like, is what I mean. Like, why, why wouldn't you let them? Like, that's petty. That's some, that's okay. some kid shit. I think it depends on the relationship between the two men. You know what I'm saying? Like, if this dude don't feel comfortable with his kid going with that man, we but, don't but, really but, have but, to know but, why. But, but, no, we. I think that's the conversation. Why? Right, why it is. Why okay, is well, it, it could be anything. Maybe, maybe he did something in the previous marriage towards his kids that his wife told him about that he, he ain't fuck with. It could be anything. I don't like Let's stuff like that. It's, post, it's real though. fickle. Yeah, I, I feel like playing off playing off exactly those words. I uh-huh. feel like. He specifically, his issue is, he just don't want the son. That's over there. just some other dude from another relationship. That to me, that sounds petty, man. That okay, sound like, I feel like if we men, you know, what I'm saying we supposed to be able to have conversations. And why would I not have a relationship with somebody that has a relationship with my wife to any capacity, especially that intimate type of relationship? Because when you're talking about, you know, kids, like it's no game. You know what I'm saying? Conversations need to be had. So. So that man, instead of writing his post, he should have had a conversation with the other man and th- to see what I it was. I think they all needed to have a talk. They, yeah. I think they all need to have a talk. Because it sounds like the new guy don't really acknowledge. Like, he's just her ex. But it's, right. it sounds like him. he, the, the, because the, it sounds like, to, the, me, it, to me, it sounds like the, the original baby father mm-hmm. might have an, an issue with saying, oh, that's your new husband's kid. He can't come with us. Right. I feel like the shoe should be on the other foot. Right, right. Whereas uh, the original baby father like, nah, might have an issue with the new kid. Trying to come you know along with his two kids. Like, I think that would make more sense, even though I think that's petty, too. But Yeah. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. Because me, personally, if I guess I'm looking at it from his perspective. Because if I say no, it's no. That's all. Whether it's yeah, petty or course, not. Of course. But you know what she's I mean? fighting with him because he said no. And to me... That looked at like, okay. It's he, mad different perspectives in this situation. You know what I'm saying? And you got the perspective of the mother, the ex-husband, the kids, and the, and the current husband. 
and obviously they all don't see it on the same page. So I don't think you can really say, hey, you wrong for him not wanting to go mm-hmm. or you wrong for him wanting to go. You know what I'm saying? That's just how he feels about it. But I think it's all about – I think it's all about the kid, you know what I'm saying, really, because if the kid wants to go hang out with his brothers, like you said, if it's, yeah, if they yeah, all boys, boys yeah. and then the, the two other boys, the two older brothers go and they plan – and. And when yeah, you like don't they, want your kid to go, what is he doing in the meantime? That's filling that like, void for him playing like with his brothers, them too. to the to the football game, and right. then they and, come and, back and tell him what, how much fun they he had. He was sitting home the whole <laughs> time. Yeah. Like, what type you got a point there. Yeah. You got a point you there. You know what I'm saying? But I think a point you made is like, you know, the real question is if, if once it's no, is it really no? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because I feel like certain conversations – Cause you know people ego trip, man. You saying yeah. no, but the, you know, cause you the man, and but do you, you have a real reason to say no? But even because you might feel it, cause you're gonna feel like your reason is real, right? You know what I'm saying? But right. we, we That's still what I'm need saying. to, you know what I mean? Cause I, I'm looking at it like if 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 it's my girl and she say no, mm. you know what I'm saying? And I feel like she's wrong. You know, I'm gonna keep pressing it. I'm gonna keep pressing it. And sometimes, yo, relate that relationship can end behind that. Yeah, you know? you're right. Man, you know, what this man really obviously this man feels disrespected. <laughs> He feels less of a man because he's saying no. But like you say, his reason could be petty. It could be an ego thing. More than likely, it's probably an ego thing, it a man like thing. Ego. I mean, Don't go out and have more like fun ego. with my kid than me. That sounds like, you ever seen um, The Fan with Robert De Niro and Wesley Snipes? I haven't. The baseball movie? Robert De Niro was a fucking loser. He was a knife salesman. And um, his wife, they had a son, and she went and got married. And he was like a hard-nosed baseball fan. So... Anything that the kid did baseball related, he didn't want the new husband there. He just wanted it to be him. But he was a good dude to the kid, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he just didn't want him there just because he wasn't him, which basically just sounds like he was still in love, you know, with the idea of the family or whatever. But that that, that movie kind of played into that scenario. But was it Wesley Snipes in there? That's what I said. So Wesley Snipes the fan, was? It was De Niro, Robert De Niro and Wesley Snipes. So Wesley Snipes was Jungle Fever in that movie too? Nah, Wesley Snipes wasn't the other husband. Oh, okay, okay. Nah, it was just, I just another guy. The, I, I just know the movie cover. I just know Wesley and De Niro was in it. Right, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Nah, he wasn't the other. He was, he was a star baseball player in that movie. Okay. I and thought, De Niro was an obsessed fan. I thought uh, Wesley was swirling in that movie, too. That's <laughs> <laughs> swirling. That's a good movie. Yo, you ain't never funny, seen it before. It's funny, it's funny that story because, um, like, I do mentorship, right? Yeah. So I work for this, uh, this program where... You know, kids, they get locked up, they get arrested for something, they get court-ordered to, to the program. So it's like a team of mentors. I got this one young boy, he from the East Orange. When, you know, like, I, we, I, might take him, I might take him to my old campus. We might, a couple times we went and sat in classes with teachers that I know that be having, like, good conversations. Mm-hmm. You know, I might take him to the mall movies, you know, regular stuff. Might take him to a game or whatever. But um, this one particular day, we in a car. And he gave me his phone. He like, yo, it's my dad or whatever. Mind you, his father, you know, lives separate household. His mm-hmm. mom got a new new guy right now. So basically, he started grilling me. He like, um, you know, uh, you know, who are you? What is this program? Blah blah blah. The dad, this was the dad yeah, grilling this you. Is the dad, you know what I'm saying? So you know, I'm kind of talking to him. At first, I kind of sensed the tone in his voice. He sounded like, I don't Aggressive. know if he's trying to. Yeah, like I don't know if he's trying to. Push me over or something, you know what I'm saying? But, right. you know, I'm going to be calm because this is my job, you know what I'm saying? Right. He, he, don't, he, don't, he don't know who I am. But because he started going into, you know, I done been shot. <laughs> I don't he was trying to punk you right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, I was trying to scare you. Like, bro, bro, bro. Yo, you see this? Bro, like, you see this? Well, Luke Cage ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> nah, what my man say on um, Observing Report, 
when he walked through to him, like, you see this? This is my kid. Something like that. Yeah, he's like, this is my seed. This, wait, wait. Observer Report or, or Pineapple Express? Nah, Observer Report, but you don't remember. Get back to your story, All right, my man. bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, this you my know, motherfucking seed. We're we talking, we're going back and forth. I'm just telling them, like, you know, basically what, what, what the program is. Okay. And then what I mostly do with his son. Plus, I had I got another in the young boy. He was in the car, too. But, um, you know, we're going back and forth for a minute. He started to kind of calm down because I was like, look. What, what was the venue of this? Of this uh, uh, situation, I was, I was I was in the car driving. Oh, okay, I was in the car driving. He uh he called his son. He was talking to his son on the phone and asked his son to pass me the phone. Oh okay, gotcha. So I'm gotcha. on a, I'm on the son phone or whatever, and um, you know he uh, after he started telling me about you know being locked up, basically he went into he was just like yo I don't want to bury my son man, and you know the whole tone changed, and I was just like um he's like you know I don't mean to. You know, questioning you, but I really, you know, what I mean, his mother isn't telling me anything, blah blah blah. So I'm like, you know, what I mean, I, I appreciate your concern or whatever, you know, what I'm saying. But you think his approach was wrong from the daughter? I think, you think, I think he started off on the wrong. I think he was upset with the either the mother and the son for not putting him up to speed, right? And he kind of re- reflected that frustration towards you, toward me they know who until you I started talking, and I was just like, look, man, like you know, what I'm saying he's court ordered. You know what I mean? He just, he kind of, once he said, um, I don't want to bury my son, you know what I'm saying? He, his whole tone kind of switched up where, you know, we was really have, able to have a conversation. But he was just like, you know, his concern was, you know, making sure he, he get he right with school or whatever. You right. know what I'm saying? But I think it kind of speaks to, you know, he, he, he one of those guys that, you know, who's around my son? Like, who's this guy around my son? Mm-hmm. Just like, kind of like, you know, the, the post he read, you know, the, he ain't want nobody around his son. Or you know, son. If what does son being shot got to do anything? <laughs> wait, nah, who, he, he. I don't. I'm, I'm telling you. Wait, who's who's like, been shot? The son or the, or dad, the dad? The father. All right, all right. Father called. Yeah. Hey, I've been shot. You know that, Luke Cage. <laughs> he, he was like, I think That's he his was. Name. He was trying to convey that you know he been through a whole lot and he didn't want his son to go. Through okay, that. okay. You know what I'm saying? That's the way I. You know what I mean? But the way the conversation ended, you know, I feel like it was on a peaceful note. But I feel like he started off on some. Yeah, that's crazy. Because you could have reacted that same way, you know what I'm saying, if you wasn't a professional or mature about your your work, you know what I'm saying, in that situation. But that conversation could have went another way if you would have let it take it there. You all ready for the the second? um, Hold on. What's your answer? What you going to do, though? You going to let your son go? My whole thing was I looked at it as once he said no, I looked at it from that point. Like, if you say Mm -hmm. no, then that's no. But the woman, the wife, was like, yo, you got an ego. And like Ian said, relationships can end off of this because you can destroy this man's pride or whatever it is that he has. It's not right for a man to be egotistic and prideful. That's our downfall. But if he is that and you destroy it, you might just ruin what y'all have only right. because. But you know what? I didn't think about maybe they were going to the zoo. Maybe they was going to a football game mm-hmm. and it's all boys. I'm pretty sure it ain't two boys and a girl. Why would you want that combination? Yeah, like yeah. there's there's nothing. So let's just assume that it's, it's all, all girls, girls. Right. or, it's or all if it's girls. all girls. Yeah. So at the end of the day, my I'm just looking at the no part. He said no. Stand by that. Respect that. That's all. Have a talk with him afterwards. Yeah. I just don't think it should have made a Facebook post or anything. I'm gonna say no right now. Pull off, and then the wife and the husband, or the man and the woman, should have that conversation behind closed door. Come to an understanding. Yeah. Meanwhile, your son's in his room playing Xbox. I was about to say, and if you do, <laughs> and if you do say no, at least have an alternative plan for you know what I'm saying for the kid. Don't just be saying no and have him cooped yeah, up in the just, crib just all day. At least, can. at least do something with him. 
You oh yeah, yeah. I mean? Especially like he didn't say, "Well, I have plans already." Obviously, they don't right. He, don't he, just, have said, plans he just said no because the wife is like, "Yo, he can go." Obviously, y'all don't have plans for the weekend. <laughs> so now on to the next one, man. Okay, y'all ready? <clears throat> my child's mother was evicted from her apartment. I didn't want her and my son out in the street. My wife said I could bring my son, but not his mother. I didn't want to break them up, so I let them both stay. Now my wife isn't speaking to me. Was I wrong? Whew, I'm gonna let you start. You go. That's a tough. That's <laughs> yeah. a tough one. Hold on, Damn. Hold on, hold but on. I'll say this. I'll say this. <sighs> I'm married. That's my family. My children. I will not see them on the streets. My ex and his mother. She is going to have to find somewhere to stay. She's going to have to. She has to have family. Like as a man, you don't want to see them break up. But it was her responsibility as to why she took this downfall. You understand right. what I'm saying? She knew this was coming. She's got children. You let yourself get evicted. Every day, I got to get up and go to work to make sure the bills is paid. You do, too. It's no excuses. I would not have brought her in that house because now, guess what? I don't know who house that is they living in, right. but it's about to be a broken home. That shit might be all fucked So it's up. about to be like a little... That's like, that's like love and hip-hop in one house. You're right. <laughs> this is a show waiting to happen. It's like love and hip-hop This is a show, so crib. no... The mom cannot come, and she needs to. Now, as the mom and the dad, we need to explain to our son what's going on. Because if she's all dramatical, don't take me from my or she could be like, I'm not going nowhere without my son. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know what I'm going to do in that situation because now my son is homeless. <laughs> I don't know. So let's say if that is the scenario. Because I, like I feel like why would it not be the scenario? Like She would have to. There's two types of scenarios, though. She would have to understand. That she can't come or she would be ignorant and fight or the fact like put it like this. Why would you not want your son to be under a roof? That, that's basically what you're telling me. You got nowhere else to go, obviously. Yeah. So you're telling me me and my son are both going to be homeless and going to go live in a shelter somewhere because I'm not separating myself Instead from of my just son. You. Instead of just you. So. So what the wife said? The wife says no. The wife says. So we already know how you feel about no. <laughs> you right. You right. I guess that's why I answered that way. Respect the answer. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm going to tell you no, our son can't go with your ex, I'm going to respect, respect you no. telling me no, my son's mother can't come in How the house. Long, so it's a natural thing for me to respect the answer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So basically, I was truthful in both my answers. If you say no, it's no. I cannot bring you to my home. Because now... You're homeless. I'm about to be homeless. We're all going to be homeless. Yeah, right. She can't. My wife kicked me the fuck out. I'm going to get you kicked think, out the house. You think you and a kid going to stay here? <laughs> the fuck? Is this a sabotage on me? That's a tough one, though, man. I don't know, man. I think I think you made it sound easy. Yeah, you, you did it make it sound easy, real easy. <laughs> because but, it's like, bro. Because imagine, imagine, imagine your kid. Imagine, imagine uh, it do go that way, right? Your, your kid stays, the mom leaves. Now your kid is fucked up. Come from school one day, he just sitting in the room crying. I have no idea where my mom is. Like, how do you? Damn. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what's That's going on with my mom. Point, That's though. a good point. Yeah, because he's he's been around her, so he's going to be wanting to know what's going on. Right, and that's his son. So that's that mommy son connection. Right. So what do you do in a scenario like that? Like, all right, nah, you can't stay here, man. Look, the kid can come here. You can go. All right, cool. She accepts that deal, but now your kid is fucked up emotionally. Don't know what's going on with his mom. I mean, the real conversations really, really need to be had with the person that says no. I was just thinking that. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I'm not, I, I don't know if my wife would be that cold hearted. Like, I, 
I don't see it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I don't see, you know, last chicks I was serious with, I don't see any of them being on some cold hard shit like, nah, fuck her. Mm. Now I mean, I don't see it. You know what I'm saying? But if you, yeah. if, you if you wifing up somebody like that anyway, you probably you probably, you probably stressed out anyway. Right, exactly. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You probably going through some other stuff. Y'all probably <laughs> already like, got stuff right, going on. Right. That's making you scared to say yes. Right. And she don't want so another then, woman in there because uh, she don't trust you. And then that's going on. That's just that's just spring, that's just icing on the cake. Unless man. that's her shit and you ain't putting uh, putting in no work. Right. Right. You know what I mean? She Your name's the bill. not on the lease. Right, true. Yeah. <laughs> that could be it. You sit you damn near sitting on the, sitting on the couch. In that case, you can't come. Because I'm gonna get kicked out. Even if your name's on it though, she can still put you out. That's that's the power of the woman when it comes to No, she can't. That's well. Not legally, well, but I mean, like emotionally, I mean, she can get involved. But don't if, they, if the cops if the cops get involved, they can say, "Hey, hey his name was on his lease." I've you heard can't stories, but the man has always the man has to leave for the night at least. I've heard stories. You can have your name on a lease Ain't on that the shit contract, twisted, man. God damn! It's like, like if this just, is like a domestic violence dispute or something like that. Something's going on. They're going to ask the man to leave. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. I've yeah, heard man. the stories. Yeah, that is true. So at the end of the day, you got to keep peace. Am I going to tell my child's mom no I, I honestly dog <laughs> that's too complex of an emotional of an answer to give i don't fucking know mm. i don't know man like because on one hand like even i might not like her to, for shit but look to see somebody homeless that you that you that you had a kid with mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah. like that's 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 just not something i can just turn a blind eye to like that fast wasn't there like a tv show on that or something what was it? I don't know. I just see it in my I, head. I, I, it probably is a million TV shows yeah. I did ba- like that. Based on that, though. Like, yeah. Based on that That's situation. That's like a Tyler Perry movie or something. <laughs> Speaking of Tyler Perry, why is he just now coming out with a Halloween movie? Didn't he never do one of those shits before? It looks stupid, though. It, it, look, it look dumb as fuck. I think it's supposed to look like that, though. I'm glad. Yeah, but, aren't, but, aren't but it's like, isn't, isn't it over? Spoof. I thought it was like, isn't it over for like Medea movies? Nah. I ain't, I never expected he, to see he, another Medea movie again. Got some checks, man. He he he's a household name now. He ain't going to work. You know, I mean, yeah, I'm just talking about the the like Medea character. Yeah, like Tyler Perry solidified. He good money, but the whole Medea role, I thought, thought that shit was over. But anyway, before I forget, man, did y'all see them take Shorty Lowe's body, my nigga, to yo. the club? Oh nah, dog. What it, the fuck, yo? Atlanta, we got to do better, baby. Yo, what the fuck is that, yo? Nah, but you, we. We don't know him, man. We don't. We don't know him. That's where he lived at. That probably, he, he, he probably, probably he probably, he, he probably did okay. say that. My what, about shot it? what about you, though? You pull up to the club, and it's a hearse right there with somebody's body in it. Like, dog, I don't want to be around that. I don't want to see that. Yeah, I'm not going. You think about that now. Now, his homies might have had a good time. And, of course, they took him there because they got the approval from the family, I'm, I'm sure. Like, nah, You, know, you can't just will off to nah, the club. Nah, yo. But if I'm pulling up to the club, like, nah, shorty man. Lowe's body in there, like, come on, son. Like, I'm trying to have a good time. I'm, well, I'm right walking there. past. I'm driving past. Nah, like, yo, like, what's going on tonight? I feel like tonight? that had to be announced. Like, I don't think it was some old random shit where niggas went out. Like, oh, It was, shit, like, scheduled, shorty like, Lowe a part here? of the funeral. Yeah, yeah I feel like yeah, they, they right. had to set a whole extravagant event. But old girl that recorded it was like, she pulled up and shorty Lowe's body here. Like, she was recording it in shock. The person that actually oh, recorded it shit. was from a phone record. So, like, oh, shit. Like, Shorty Low? Yeah. Like, like it wasn't on the flyer. Shorty Low's coming through. Like, yeah, I don't know yeah, what they yeah. could have put on it. I just think, listen, I think that's crazy. Nah, man, that's unacceptable, man. That's, that's unless, crazy. Unless Shorty Low specifically said, hey, my nigga, on the day I die, 
take me here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, after my funeral, take me here. And then I If th- it wasn't never no shit like that, that shit don't go, man. And then that I thought the body fly. had to be, you know, buried after a certain amount of time. You know it what does. I mean? So, I don't know. And, oh, my goodness. They was taking selfies with his body. Like, yo, they was taking selfies inside the church. It looked disgusting. I remember seeing people post pictures. I and I remember other people them. saying that the family said they didn't want nobody posting pictures. Right. They was posting video. Mm, I'm going to tell you what, You know what man. I'm saying? I've seen people posting video. They did have it on Facebook Live, but it was the selfies that got me. And you had his daughter get on Instagram. Please take my, please take them pictures down. Nobody's going to listen. But why would you snap a selfie? <sighs> dog, I made it I known. I even do that. I made this shit mother. so known. At right. My, at my daughter's oh, funeral, dog, I said, yo, make it known, dog. I touch anybody taking pictures in here, dog. I'm going straight up top on anybody. It's not happening. But do we have to tell people that, like, we just got that yeah, green light? Yeah, obviously you do. Right. That's But that's what I'm saying. We obviously just got this green light in us to do these ignorant things. Yo, don't take no pictures. Yo, when I die, my nigga, don't take no fucking picture of my dead ass body. It should just man. be a law. Don't take a <laughs> like, picture next to the casket of the dead body. Just don't do it, man. You got to put a velvet rope around that shit, man. Like, don't let, don't come this close. You stay ass right there. Stay. Don't cross the fucking velvet rope, nigga. All right, man. I I think we danced the night away into our little <laughs> topics, man. If you can't see me, I'm doing a cha 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 sitting down. That they don't see me. That ain't this what the, the fuck it looked like. It looked like he got. He looked like he trying to itch his back with no hands. <laughs> Anywho, we about to get into this topic. Ian Pope brought to my attention. This brother wanted to talk about the violence in Trenton, New Jersey, and how we are going to solve it. I'll be honest. I'm sitting here scratching my head all week. How the hell? How do we start? Where do we start? Where do we start with the violence in our city? I I got a clue what I would do, and yeah. I don't care about it. I'm 33. Mm-hmm. Y'all want to hear what I got to say? Yeah, I'm, yeah, because I've been waiting for somebody to say something. We need to start telling. We need to start telling. If you see something. Niggas been telling. Dude's telling. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, but, but, okay. Just I'm just saying, make it known. Neighborhood watch. Make it known, right? Because there was a there was something that happened a while ago. There was a shooting of somebody got murdered. Um, Where? Yeah, well, I don't. I'm not gonna get into it. Somebody got murdered, and um, they knew who the kid was. They all went to school with him, you know. And he did it, no mask, no nothing, and he ran, and nobody said nothing because you know they didn't want him to come back and get them. So that's what I mean about telling. Can't have that fear. You saying what I'm saying? I mean, if somebody gonna come back and shoot you, that's a pretty, yeah, you that's can't pretty fair. The fear, right? Oh, you got, you got to stand up to the fear. Well, then, see, because but that's why people don't say that because you don't want to. But I get feel killed. like I feel like what you're speaking to is a after. Okay, you know what I mean. We got to get into prevention. Talk to me. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like I feel like so. One thing I've been hearing is um, is, is a possible solution. You know. People should get more time for getting caught with a gun. Mm. The number I heard go out there, 10 years. 10 years for a gun, right? It, ain't, right? it ain't like that right now? It's supposed to be five, but it really ain't even five. But my thing is this. I, I've been out there. I've been carrying guns. I knew the risk of possibly getting caught. But what happens is the threat, the threat of getting shot is more, more real than me going to jail. So you saying, oh... You gonna get ten years for this gun, which I'm gonna get, and I'm be like, I'm gonna get killed without it. Right, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So the ideology of I'd rather get caught with it than get caught without it is always gonna outweigh the 
the possible punishment. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like gems, you know, I, gems. I, I studied criminology. You know okay. What I'm saying? And they try to throw this deterrence down our throat. Like they try to make it seem like, oh, if a, if a crime, if the punishment of a crime is more severe, people are less likely to commit that crime. Mm-hmm. That doesn't apply to every crime, especially a crime when you're dealing with emotions. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because in the heat of the moment. I'm not thinking, oh shit, I'm about to do 30 years. I'm right. thinking, oh not shit, like it's he premeditated. Reaching. I'm thinking, oh shit, he reaching. Yeah. And even if it is premeditated, I'm going to plan it out to a point where I think I'm not going to get caught. Right. It doesn't matter if you, how much time you're going to face. If you think you're not, not going to get that's, caught, every crime is being committed because people think they're going to get away with it. Right, right. Every single crime. You know what I'm saying? From corporate crime to the lowest drug deal in the neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? People think they're not going to get away. So you, by you threatening me with this time, it don't matter because I think you ain't going to catch me anyway. Yeah, right. So that don't apply to me. You know what I'm saying? But that kind of ties into what I'm saying. If you know, if you commit this crime in front of this house, you know you're going to get caught if you pull this trigger in front of this neighbor's <laughs> house. Right? <clears throat> right? Think about it like that. Like, you know, because right now, ain't no mask. Ain't no gloves, ain't no sneaking. We're talking broad daylight shootings happening in the city of Trenton. Mm-hmm. And they know they know they're not going to get caught because nobody's going to snitch. That's their favorite word, snitch. But I was listening to the Benny Siegel interview, and he described it in a way that you know made a lot of sense. I think a lot of people should know. If you're a civilian, it's not called snitching. Not right. snitching. You don't have nothing to do with what's you gotta going be involved. on. You got to be involved. But... Like you said about five or ten minutes ago, a lot of people are just afraid of the retaliation that can come their way so they don't say nothing. But I think a good point you get into is a lot of people that are witnesses are involved. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's not to like some degree. it's like if, if it's if it's us three and I might have an issue, let's say you know what I mean, let's say our relationship is closer and I might have an issue with some someone and something happens and y'all happen to be there. Y'all don't want to throw me under the bus. Right. So you know we don't I'm say saying? shit. And, and especially if you see how the situation played out when the dude was the aggressor. Right. you like, look, he came out in and did what he had to do. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to go report it. I'm not going to say that. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to go report it. You know what I mean? But then you have people that if us three are really in it, we plotting on somebody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where I think that's where the snitching part comes in because we're actually involved and engaged. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, um probably a couple of weeks back, like, my coworker got killed and shit. Dang. Oh, man. Shit, I'm sorry so to hear that, man. So, it was weird because um, he went on his lunch break. He came back, and he was like, yo, somebody was shooting at my car. So, we kind of, like, looking at him crazy. Like, I thought he was lying. So, he, like, breaking down a story and shit. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, man, this ain't lying. Then he like, yo, look. He pointed to his bumper. It's a hole in the bumper. I'm like, oh, shit, he dead ass. You oh, know what I'm saying? Shit. I get a phone call that same night. My man was like, yo. He was like, you know, I want to play with you, right? I know exactly what he was talking about, too. He was like, you know, I ain't going to call you no bullshit. And he was like, yeah, he got he got hit. He got hit up bad, too. You know what I'm saying? But I don't, nobody got arrested for that. You know what I mean? Nobody got arrested for that. But I think, I think a big point people miss is why is this person getting killed? You know, why? Right. People, like, why, why are you in this situation? Do, you know what I'm saying? And we look at it like. We look at it like, damn, another brother shot. Right, he was a good another dude. Another brother he... shot. But we don't know because he even told me some shit he did. Uh-huh. And I I understand why it happened. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't really know him like that. But 
I know that's not the only scenario in which somebody did some bullshit and then they end up coming back to them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I went to jail for shooting somebody, but I know he did some shit. You know what I mean? His hand kind of called for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you don't, if you don't, the headline is just going to read, a man killed. Right, right. Everybody's just going to look at it like, oh, shit, we on some bullshit. Like, why we ain't learning yet? Right. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of the times is people do shit. You know what I mean? And then it comes back to them. Right. Also, people that are doing what you want them to do, people testifying and snitching, and people getting their peoples on the street right. to look for them. You know what I mean? You got girls getting killed, mm. getting shot in North. You know what I'm saying? A few of them cases, from what I've heard, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, some of them people kind of was supposed to testify against certain people. And, you know what I'm saying? They end up getting jammed up. So, so now we see why people don't tell. Yeah, okay. It, yeah. I mean, I Forget mean, what I said. Don't tell. <laughs> Stay safe. Yeah. But the thing, but the thing on top of that, but niggas been telling. Niggas been telling under certain, but under certain uh, circumstances yeah, of protection. Uh, when they get caught. Yeah. Yeah. That's you know what I'm saying? Dudes when they get, get caught. Away with stuff, man. A lot of dudes get away. Here's this thing, though, right? Something happened about two years ago, right? I wasn't there. By the time I pull up, it's cops everywhere. Something so big, I don't even, I don't even remember what happened. But they knocked on everybody's door. When they got to my door. I really wasn't there. So when the cop looked at me and said, hey, you seen or heard anything? No. But the look that he gave me, it's like, I don't believe you. Mm-hmm. But I really wasn't there. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just like the relationship between the police and the residents, like they already know if you're from a certain area, it's a no snitching policy. Fact of the matter was, I really was not there. When I pulled up, y'all were already here. I'm in right. my house chilling with my kids. I seen nothing. I got pulled over yesterday, man. It was I knew I was about to get pulled over because I was going to a meeting at work. It was like I had to be there at eight. So by the time he pulled me over right in front of my job, it was like seven fifty, and it was weird because the road that I got to take to get to work is like one of those long, narrow roads. You know what I'm saying? They got a couple of a couple of crazy turns in it. So as I'm coming around one of the turns, I see him driving in the opposite direction. I looked at my rearview mirror like a minute later. He was right behind me. I was like, what the fuck? It was like three cars behind me before <laughs> he, you know what I'm saying? Before he even. What did he say? What did he so say? he pulled me over and um, like I watched his whole movement. He put his hand on the back of my car, made sure his prints was on my car and shit. And um, he, put me, he was like, license registration. It's like, I asked why you pulled me over. He's like, yeah, I noticed you still have, uh, you still got the, um, Inspection stickers from the state you bought the car from, but not the state that it's registered in. Oh, okay. I was like, oh yeah, you're right. I, uh, like, cause after after I after I bought the car, unfortunately, like a, a week later, like my daughter passed away and shit. So I was like, like fuck that shit. I wasn't really worried about that shit. So I bought that shit back in January, and my daughter passed in February. And then, bitch, I like I said, I just forgot all about that shit. So he pulled me over, whatever. But it was I didn't know you could tell that. From driving past somebody though, right? Nah, he was he was on you. You know what I'm saying? So he was on me from the door. So he bust that quick U-turn. Like it had, like I said, I looked up a minute a minute later. He was right behind me. He, I think he was expecting like one of my papers not to be good or something like that. And it's weird too because I remember on like episode six or something like that, I was talking about how when I drive to work, I got a shirt and tie on. And I think that saved me a lot of times from getting pulled over because I work in a fucking wealthy ass area mm. and so i'm ironically i'm driving to work yesterday and i got on regular clothes and i'm at work uniform and i get pulled the fuck over <laughs> but i had on a polo shirt like you know nah, what i'm saying you needed that shirt and i tie. needed that shirt and tie man that was my fucking holy cloth so Yo, e. that's one thing not hold on, hold on okay i want to kind of piggyback on something he said mm. even though that, that sounds like a whole nother conversation but 
I don't ask the police why they pull me over. No? Like, I don't, I don't, I got, yo, I got pulled over drunk. I got pulled over drunk. I was in Montclair. And the dude, he must have been a rookie. He he went and told his partner, yo, I smell liquor. I didn't notice at the time it was happening. But once I put it together after it happened, because the partner that was in the car with him, which was a female, she was leaning on my window real hard. He was like, like, where you said you were going? Mm-hmm. But I knew I was drinking, so I tried to keep my face straight. Right. You ain't want to give it And I'm like contact. looking down. I was like looking at my phone. I was like, look, this is my GPS. I'm five minutes from my destination, blah, blah, blah. She was really trying to. And then the, the uh, sergeant came. I guess the superior came. He was mm-hmm. like, look, they're telling me they smell alcohol. And I was like, nah, I didn't drink. I was like, I'm on my way to drink, though. I was like, I'm going to this hotel. He was like, yeah, you're not too far. He was like, um, he was like, I don't smell it. He was like, I don't smell it. But um, they did call me because they said they smelled it. And they let me go. Oh, shit. I was dead to rice, bro. I had I had the cup. You had the shit the, in the car? Right, right in the, the holster. Uh-huh. I had, you know what I mean? My little concoctrin. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Some Ciroc. What you had? And, and Ciroc and Snapple. Mm. Yeah, you know that made for a good time right there. <laughs> you know saying, was you fucked up drunk? Nah, or you was just, nah, you was just, you was on up. the, yeah, you was up. getting there. But I think the reason they pulled me over, because it's, it's weird, because it's, it's real hilly up there. And going up a hill, you can't see where the lines are. Once you go over the hill right. at the time. So when so I went over the hill, a little bit. when I went over here, I'm like, oh, shit, the line over here. So I think they saw me do right. that. It just so happens when they came to the car, they smelled it. But all my shit was legit. So, I mean, I stole. But Speaking of those hills, I am always I always slow down on them hills. But you were saying that, so the laws need to change when it comes to the gun laws. Give them more time, you say? Nah, like, you know I, was, you... I was saying that's that's what everyone's suggesting, but I feel like that's not going to work. Only thing that's going to change, I can't say the only thing, one of the most significant things that's going to change is the manufacture of gun laws. You okay. know what I'm saying? You have guns being, first of all, there's 300 million guns in this country. There's about 330 million people in this country. Mm-hmm. Why do we have 300 million guns in circulation, for one? Mm. For two, why is it so hard to put some type of electronical device in a gun that monitors its location. It's not hard. I was thinking that right. it's not hard. It's Shit, it's in phones. It's, it's a complete black market that's streaming certain weapons, and they make too much money off of it. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's why they try to play off the Second Amendment, but it's a lot of dirt going on where it's so easy for us to get guns, man. It's easy for us to get guns. Speaking of guns, one night I was doing Uber, and this is basically on this topic. I was doing Uber one night, and I'm out Chester, PA, and I took this guy home, white guy. And he basically explained to me how many guns he had in his garage because him he's waiting for the end of the world. So they have AK-47, like tons of machine guns ready to go. Right, you got a stockpile just in case the end of the world comes. So what does he classify as the end of the world? Like, how does he think the world is going to be at all? I forgot what he called it. Anarchy. He's probably, he's probably he didn't say that, right? but, but that's, yeah, exactly. that's probably exactly what the It's fuck a it group is. of them, and they're called something. I can't remember what it was. But, yeah, like you said, the uh, Second Amendment you said, mm-hmm. they, like, you can't take their guns away because you, you, you attack their, the amendments. You violate mm-hmm. the amendment. Now, you got black people who have guns. They don't need it because all we're doing is killing each other. And then mm-hmm. you got white people who don't need it because they really think if Canada came over here to invade us, they got their guns and they're ready for war. For some reason, they think if somebody was to attack us, they can kill us with whatever weaponry that they have. Either way, to me, it doesn't make sense. 
That's because that's what the white people are waiting for. They're waiting to uh, uh, somebody to invade the United States, and they're ready. We're looking. We got the guns because we can't fight no more, and um, we just want to protect our 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 home base, our gang, whatever it is that we're doing. Mm-hmm. Man, motherfuckers gonna invade the United States one of these days. <laughs> the United States fucks with everybody, man. They bombing this, they bombing that. So let me ask Shit you, right? Over here. Like, um. Like you never been in like really in the street, right? Like that, right? No. Like you never had to walk around either one of y'all. Nah. All right. So when you hear about dudes carrying guns and like, how do you like? What do you do? What do you think? When like, I hear it, like, 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 what type of stigma comes with it? What, what, what's like the initial, initial? Man, thought well, or idea? I, I know, I know, I know certain motherfuckers who live a certain kind of lifestyle, mm-hmm. and I know with a certain lifestyle comes certain certain consequences. So. Mm-hmm. It's just like how you were saying earlier, and they, they, these are people that I know who, who are close to me, mm-hmm. who's either had it or you know what I'm saying I've been around with them with it, and it's like honestly for me that shit becomes uncomfortable at a point. It's like, man, yeah. you, you you nigga, you in a crib and you just got this shit on your hip. <laughs> I don't. What the fuck you waiting for? To me, I don't need. I, I try to. I try to stare clear of any situation that's going to get me in, in some bullshit. You when know it, what I'm saying? Like I try to be on top of the shit to where I can try to avoid shit before it happens. Mm-hmm. And there's been plenty of times where I'll be somewhere and then I'll leave and then I'll get a call later on like, yo, you heard what happened mm-hmm. later? Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, I was just around there like a half a fucking hour ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I do my best to trying to identify situations where I really don't want to be involved with no crazy shit. And mm-hmm. like I said, if it's somebody I want to holler at or if I'm riding past a street where I know somebody and I know that street be kind of hot, like, I'll get out and I'll say my, yo, what's up? Or I'll beat the horn, but I'll keep it moving. I won't stick around no longer than what I need to be. Now, me, for me, I guess I was young. And, um, what can I say? Put it like this. I was young. I stood next to the guys who had the guns mm-hmm. and sold the drugs. So it was a natural thing for me that, well, we got guns to protect ourselves because we out here mm-hmm. with our stash and people would try to rob us. My basement, like, I never was in it, but they would come to my house if they got new guns and new bullets, wanted to separate stuff. They'd come to me, like, Flo, mm-hmm. we need to borrow your basement. Cool, no yeah. problem. So I wasn't in it, but I understood why they did it. Nobody yeah. that I knew was out just going out killing people. Mm-hmm. But they had it just in case they needed it. Exactly. I just think from that time into now, it's way different. It's just mm-hmm. way different. They don't mm-hmm. need it because ain't nobody selling nothing no more. Ain't nobody making no money. They just got them. Like, they're just brainwashed to the fact. So as far as me go, I learned that as I got older. But when I was younger, it was just like, okay, you got to have a gun when you out here doing what you do. And mm-hmm. that's exactly where I was at. So the guns, I went to the block where the guns were because this is just what we needed. I say we because I stood right there next to them. You understand what I'm saying? This is what we needed at the time to protect what we had. It didn't seem disrespectful at the time. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It wasn't no it wasn't no high murder rate at that time. But now it's like we are at a disrespect. Well, at one time, Trenton was at a disrespectful rate where it was just like a murder. I think, almost, was, I think that was like 2005, I think it was. 2006 or something like that, right? Might, might be five or six where we were just something at a, like a rate where it was just yeah, like, yo, this is crazy. Oh, three? Because I think I went down, I got locked up, and I was kept hearing about. It was a different body like every other day. Man, that shit was nuts, yo. I remember I, I remember this one um this one edition of the Trenton Times, I think it was, and it had like all the all the uh micro images pics of all the people who got killed oh, that yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. And that, the whole page that. was filled up and it, it had the number in bold red letters on the on the top of it, but yeah, I don't I remember, remember the number. But I was locked up with two dudes that went home and got killed. Damn, like as soon as they went home, 
Uh, one of them was like Sony. No, matter of fact, yeah. Damn. Yeah, I wasn't close to one of them, but the, I I was like in proximity, like he was in the same tier. You know what I mean? But one of them was my roommate, old head, old head, crackhead dude. Mm. And I got word. It was weird because um he had moved to a different pod, and I was talking to a guard one day. I was like, yeah, what's going on with um Haas or whatever? And he like, Haas? I'm like, yeah, he's still over there in, in D-Pod or whatever. He like, Haas dead. Mm. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? He like, yeah, he got stabbed up. I'm thinking he's saying he got stabbed up in, in jail. Right. He like, nah, he went home. I guess he got released because he wasn't there for nothing serious anyway. Mm-hmm. He got released, went home, got got stabbed up. You know what I'm saying? Got killed or whatever. But I think that was like 03, 04. You know what else too, man? I think that people just don't value life no more. It's like, Let's get into why though. Talk yeah, about true. why. Talk about why you think. Shit. I, I have no idea. There could be a million reasons why. I guess it's just the fact that they don't feel as though it's no opportunity or it's a mm. lot going on outside of what they already know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's no window of opportunity that's presented to them to branch off into other things. So they get caught up at a young age and they figure this is it. And well, a lot of people, but yeah, like, and then in turn, like, you think that's it. So you're willing to do whatever for that because you think this is. This is it. Ain't nothing, ain't, mm-hmm. ain't nothing else coming after this. Are you killing for crumbs? You willing to kill for right, crumbs? Right, exactly. And I'll say this. If everybody was able to get a job and provide, like, j- just a job, it would be less killing of any. Because yeah. I think that that's basically, like. You ever did a full week at work, bitch? You don't want to do nothing else, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't got time to be shooting nobody. But, bitch, but, I just work 48 hours. But then hours. you go get a job because your PO say you got to. And if you don't get a certain job, now you got to go work at McDonald's or something. And, like, when you get a certain job, it does not pay the bills. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So now you're working 40 hours a week and you're not paying the bills and you get a little thirsty, you get a little itchy. And one thing else I'll say about this, we're going to talk about, you know what I mean, why we feel like we got nothing to lose and, and we don't cherish life, mm-hmm. but it's the men. It's mm-hmm. the men, man. Like these households that don't have men in them and the ones that do have men in them, they're basically just selling dope outside the house. They're not really mm-hmm. being men inside. Yo, speaking of which, remember a couple of weeks ago, I gave, uh, yeah. I dug a hole for the dude, for the the, the the parents of the kid who took those 30 packs of heroin to school. Yeah. They charged, they figured out who it was and they charged him with murder. Word? Yeah. They charged him with murder. Murder? Yep. Did anybody die? I didn't get into the, the specifics died, of it. But they, they charged, I, I guess, when I read it, my initial um, thinking was, I guess they assumed that if the kid would have got, you know, ate some of it or and consumed some of it, then the kid would have like attempted die, but then? Why would you say murder? If they, I they, mean, they I'm charged, not, they charged not him with murder. with you, but right. murder. Wow. Yeah, they charged him with murder. And it's crazy because I know the dude, like, I ain't going to say his name, but, like, I used to play ball with him when we was kids and shit over on um on Southern Street at, um in a grand school. In the grand school playground, yo, that shit's crazy. They charge you with murder. And, but, I mean, like I said, like, there's consequences to certain shit you do. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I'm pretty sure he didn't ever foresee that shit happening. But, because like you said earlier, you think you do something and you ain't never going to get caught. Stop selling Stop selling drugs. Like, women, stop allowing this guy to sell drugs outside your house, mm-hmm. inside your house. Guys, like men, stop using your girl house as a stash house. You know what I'm saying? It's like, we could clean up the streets of Trenton if men became men. Clean up your own fucking I think, house first. I think that that's where it starts for me. Like, put us all together. Have more parties. Show Like, like meet mm-hmm. people. Like, get to know yourself. Yo, that's that right there. The point you just made is, you know, something I, I discussed with somebody before. I was like, yo, I was like, I was involved in scenarios where 
I was a, I wasn't necessarily involved, but I was like I was there to hear this conversation. Right. And it was like a real personal conversation where dudes was really plotting on killing dudes. And the what I heard people say was like, nah, like I know his mom. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And what that what that did was speak to the fact that nowadays don't nobody really know anybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like we we on this amen for themselves. We on that, you know what I mean? I don't I don't know you like that. You know what I'm saying? Where if we go back a few years, it was like, you know, we kind of were familiar with the neighborhood and you know, you know my mom knew your Street. mom. Yeah. My mom knew your mom. So even if we got into a beef, it was it a can't certain go boundary. longer. Right. Because we might fight with our fists, right. but it's like you know what I'm saying? I don't want to kill you because I, I know your mom and I know your grandma and your right. brother. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now it's kind of like, for the most part, because sometimes people people kill people, they still know their people anyway, depending on what they did. Like right. I said depending before. on the situation. You know what I'm saying? But I think a lot of now is people don't know. We don't know each other, yo. And 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 I feel like the mothers, you know what I'm saying? Because I know, I know we, we always point at the fathers, but the fathers is not the only issue. Mm-hmm. The father's probably the biggest issue. You know what I'm saying? But the mothers, you know what I'm saying, they got to really come together and start letting their kids play together. You know what I mean? They really got to make it so that they're familiar with the other mothers. And nowadays, these mothers don't like each other. Mm. You know what I'm saying? The mother's not liking each other, so the kid's not getting to know them, and the kid's not knowing their family, and then they growing Everything up. They're become, strangers. Right. They're strangers. It's easy for me to kill somebody I don't know, to kill somebody I don't you know, have any association. I don't have no feelings for. You know what I'm saying? Because we never established any any bond. You know what I'm saying? That's why it's easy for this side of town to beef with that side of town. Because this side of town, we pretty much all familiar to the, for the most part. Right. You know what I'm saying? Even nowadays, it's kind of a little more choppy now. But So the next back-to-school night, shake hands with the parents that your kids know in the class. Go up to the other Please, parents. Man. But, Meet no, parents. first of all, Please. go first of all, go to back-to-school night. Oh, yeah. yeah first That's go. That's first of all. First go to back-to-school night because I've had conversations with some educators and they, you know. Back, matter of fact, I think back-to-school night coming up soon. Like they always had them shits in, like, October sometime for kids. Around, around, um, around Halloween. It's report card time, basically. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of parents card. be at work, man. At the end of the day, the number one leading cause of crime is poverty, man. Right, People are right. forced. You got parents forced to work doubles. They kids come home from school. Ain't nobody there to help them with the homework. Or if somebody is there, they tired. They, they tired sleep. from work. Yep. So they go outside and play. They get caught up in, you know what I'm saying, whatever's going on outside because the father not there. The father not locked up. Like I said, it's a whole lot of different reasons why the father isn't there. Because let's be honest, sometimes these women sleep with a lot of different dudes at one time. They don't know who the father is. But you know what happens? Ain't nobody calling out the women that do stuff like that. We just calling out the fathers, mm. even mm-hmm. though the father don't, don't might know who the father is. Right. You know what I'm saying? But you don't hear about that. That happens a lot, man. I see that it a does. lot. You know what I'm saying? But ain't nobody really calling out the women. The women got a part. You know what I'm saying? The women really run this shit. You know what I'm saying? If you ask me. They do. Because I feel like they got they more power do. than, you know what I mean? Yeah, even though we're supposed to be the authority, you know, systematically, they cut the head off. They they knew that. They systematically got rid of the men or... uh took away our alpha male. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And now we got a lot of alpha females. That's true. That are or that are, or females that are conducting themselves as alpha male. You know, a lot of the times because they're forced to. I was having a conversation with a, a woman recently recently and I said, you know, our women have been forced to kind of take on that role. You know what I mean? And my man, he met a he met a female. She had like an 8-year-old so basically, she's been running this whole situation for eight years by herself, 
And here comes this man that is responsible, that is how a man should be, but she's resistant to his authority because mm-hmm. she's so comfortable with calling the shots. Mm-hmm. And she t- and he told me, you know, they would bump heads at times. And one time she was just like, you know, I want to be able to make decisions. You know what I'm saying? That's what he said what she said. No, that's what she said to, to him, him. Right. Because he kept saying, no, we should do it like this. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, you know, this is my guy. I don't want to sound like I'm, you know, biased towards him. But I know him. He's really calculated. Right. You know what I'm saying? He's trying to make, you know, get the most done the easiest way. And if, if she she's coming with a more, con- like he explained to me one scenario. But, you know, it seemed like her way was more complex. It, it made it harder th- than it really had to be. Right. And he's like, no, we could do it this way. But I think that speaks to, you know, our women, they, they've been so conditioned to be alone that they, they almost reject the men that do want to stand up, that are out here being responsible, are out here with their careers. You know what I'm saying? But those same but women, then, but the those same women are raising other daughters and to think, how, the they think. how they think. Right. So now they're resist. The daughters are resistant to men. Period. Even if they are responsible, men are resistant to men too. Right. Yeah, I mean, the it first depends. Scenario you paint it. Especially, especially for the parents, because if, if, if the kid res- if the kid respects them, then I don't think he will be. Like case in point, Tariq you mean and boys? Ghost. You mean boys? No, boys. like when a father has a daughter, mm-hmm. he doesn't want her to have a, a man ever. Because we, because we don't. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, so, so think about that. Like we, like Biggie said, get my daughter this college grant so she don't need no man. Like that's how we mm-hmm. all feel. Like I don't mm-hmm. want my daughter ever with no man. When she finds a good one, ever it, needing one, right. Right, ever right. needing one. one, she might want one, but yeah. we don't want you to need one. And we also like, she'll find one eventually, and we hope he's the right one. But it takes us time. It's different. Like if our son met a girl, we, we high five, and from the time he meets her at sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, high five, son, high five, son. We give him some jewels, but with our girls, we are just resentful for other men, and we don't want them to have them because just we just know or we feel we know how we are. You know we're what, man? I, particular, I, man. I, I kind of think I've been thinking about this right because in an event. Of having a son, I don't want him around these hoes, man. <laughs> well, like, I, I, I don't, yo. No, I don't. I don't want him around these hoes. My son, like, is I don't smart, know. Man. Like I don't know if I, like you just said, like give my, we'll give him a high five. I don't know if I give him a high five. I might be, I might be scared for the nigga, especially like if my son's first girlfriend. I'm like, yo. And, and if think, he seemed like he's depends. too gone, you know I think what I'm saying? It depends on like, the I'm gonna be scared. Man. Exactly. To, that's what I'm saying. I went to my son's um back to school night. Oh, your son. My son's 15. Oh, right. So he's in high school. Shout out, young Brizzy. He's in high school, and I looked around and I seen what was in that school, and I said, "Son, don't talk to not one girl in the school." That's what I told him. Mm-hmm. Don't talk. He will, because that's what they right. do. Mm-hmm. But I gave. I said, "Son, uh, like, there's nothing." That's what I'm saying because that one, that, that could be that situation where your kid is the sweetest kid ever, this nice, genuine kid, and then he get with that girl and she fuck him up, and he mm-hmm. he different after that. That should go both ways. It, it does go both yeah, ways. It, yeah, it, it, it goes both like ways. You got the, the young girl that messed with the wrong bad boy guy. It's a cycle. It should go the same way for you got dudes messing with the wrong fast girl. Mm-hmm. Let's be right. clear, ladies. Right. You know <laughs> it's, just, it's the same shit, yo. Like the same fears. I got those same fears of if if I had a daughter and she got with the wrong guy. I got those same fears for my son if he get with the wrong girl because you you don't never know how somebody else is going. You can, I can imagine how I would take it after being through so many different situations, you know what I'm saying? But with my son and his first situation like that and knowing what I know and how the chick could go, I'm going to be scared for him. Do you know what I like, though? I like these, these like, housing complexes that they're building. Yeah. Like, you got some over the bridge. It's some, but it's like a community-based. Mm-hmm. 
right. housing projects. It's like what everybody can project. know. It's like right. built to everybody can know everybody. So going off what Ian was saying, these kids need to play together. This is the perfect opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So to me, it starts there where the kids can run around and play in their own little community. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows who's in this community. It's not a gated community where you need to be uh, uh, pushed in with a code. Anybody can just pull in. But who wants to just go chill? Like, there's no right. dope dealers going to be on the corners. Mm-hmm. There's right. nothing going on because it's like one little closed off. So you speak into that community right over the bridge. Uh, 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 what's that shit called? They just built it a couple Rush, years ago. It's, it's like Rush Crossings. Rush Crossings. Right. But that's it's a other, nice joint. It's other ones too in Trenton. Right. right. They build like these homes. Because guess what? No drug dealers is on the corner. Ain't no liquor store on that corner. That's another thing. If you go up the street, it is though. Up the street, but <laughs> it's not one. Put it like this: When I went outside to play, I walked past liquor stores. Mm-hmm. So when these kids go outside to play, there's nothing but houses. Mm-hmm. A garage, yard, you can put a basketball court up. Right. You don't got to have a little milk carton. Like they, they got a community center room stuff, over there, man. too. Yeah. When I did Uber, right, I went out Princeton to this one community. I think it was like Indian community, and I dropped off these three people. But you know what I've seen? I've seen couples walking hands up the street. I've seen strollers. I've seen a closed-in community where they were free to do whatever they wanted to mm-hmm. do with each other. Mm-hmm. Men and women just walking up the street with their wives, with their kids, it was beautiful. And I, and I see that can happen if the mothers allow their children to play with other children. Yeah. But they need to take advantage of what's in those communities. Like, let the kids run wild in there. There's there's nothing going to happen. Well, yeah. something can happen, but it's better than just having a whole, like an East State Street where there's an abandoned house, a house, mm-hmm. an abandoned house, a house. The, there's a psychological effect, yeah, man. The junkie sitting does. on this porch. You want to play, but it's glass and drug bags yeah. and, and heroin that you can find. They can get a sense and understanding of what it is to actually come up in a community. In a community, you got a trash. Like like you have a garbage disposal area. The garbage right. people come pick up the trash. It ain't you, trash in the middle of the street. You have to keep up with your lawn in your area. You know, you can't have it being junky. You know how to cut grass? Of course I do. <laughs> you know how to cut grass? It ain't hard. It ain't hard. I don't know how to you cut grass. The machine the does the grass. The machine, the the machine the do it. I don't like cutting grass, man. Man, you hit that, jing, 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 you just, I mean, I ain't say it's going to be pretty when I'm done, but the grass getting cut. <laughs> I it's mean, gonna get, it's so, going to get cut. I'm just saying, I don't, I'm not a fan of cutting yeah, grass. Well, I did it once. I mean, my cousin Tyree, his pops used to have, he used to do this little landscaping shit, and I went with him a couple of times. It was like cutting grass. I ain't fucking like it. I think I did one day. I ain't never go back. But, yo, I, w- I was talking to my man. I was like, yo, how do we really make shit stop? Man, like, how do we really make dudes really wake up? And he was like, look, by force, man, because people are so far gone in the means of, you know, being conditioned to accept violence as the way to resolve conflict that you got to speak their language. You know what I'm saying? Like, people, people, we're so emotionally charged, especially young men. Yeah. Like, you know, we deal with, a lot of these shootings is behind somebody getting mad and getting their feelings and, you know what I'm saying, feeling like they need to lash out violently. But his thing was like, um, you know, we really got to go up to do is like, look, man, this shit got stopped or it's going to be an issue. And, And at the same time, even if, you got a group of people that are really serious enough to really carry this out. Say we got Panthers, New Panthers. Uh-huh. I don't want to say Panthers because the New Panthers are something totally different. You know what I'm saying? Let's say we got, I don't know. A new black regime. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That dude's like, look, man, we tired of y'all doing this, and this is what it's going to be. Even that right there is going to be violence. Right. You know what I'm saying? It might be temporary, 
in it. But until it's, it's like it's like this moment of uncomfortability, and then it gets to smoothed smooth out. It out. You right. know what I'm saying? It's like you need the war for the peace. You know what I'm saying for that particular. So what you're saying is something. I'm not saying to this effect specifically, but just spitballing some shit like black people or people just who would have to have their like own government to regulate shit for them or a people I mean, or a hierarchy like, that they answer to to I be able like, to straighten shit out when, when shit go like wrong. I feel like that's how it's supposed to be anyway. Right. We should be able to have our own, you know what I'm saying, real. Because I think uh, the dude, Mark Lamont Hill, um, this is my guy. I'm probably the sharpest blade out there. Um, he was saying, you know, get rid of the police. And he was saying, get rid of the police as we know it. You know what I'm saying? We don't get rid of community policing, quote unquote. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You still have people that have certain positions, but... In, in the realm of the conversation I had with my man, it was more on some street shit. You know what I'm saying? It was more on some street shit, but for a good reason. Right. You know what I'm saying? Rather than we out here just on some just cause it was really on some, like, look, man, like, y'all got to chill out. But one thing I can say, man, all this Donald Trump wave and, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement, I feel like I was in Newark. Um, I actually got a place in Newark. I was in Newark probably a couple weeks ago. And, you know, I just hopped out, like, you know what I mean? I don't really know too much, too many people in North, you know what I'm saying? And and that's anywhere I go. If I go somewhere I don't really know nobody and I know it's the hood, like, you know, I'm on guard. Right, You know right. what I'm saying? So I, I hop out the car and I go to the store and it was just like, dude, just like, yo, what's good? What's going on? What's going on? And even though that don't sound like much to y'all. You, from you, what, can, from, I can, take it. you can take that any kind of this way. This is the thing. From what whatever how I remember running the street, niggas, we didn't talk to each other. If if you go somewhere and anybody know you, they just look at you. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like saying what's up, even though that's something it seems so ordinary, it, it speaks to the fact that it's something in the air that's kinda making me wanna Right. Say what's up to you on a peaceful note. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because before, like, you hop out, dudes just grill you like trying to figure out who you are or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But now, I'll I be walking past dudes, and they like, what's going on? They're like, oh, all right, what's up? You know what I'm saying? But, you know, it's still that tension, because that's where I come from. I still come from the tension. Yeah. You know, I still got that guard up, but I know that. that could be man. a way for, because that could also be a way for somebody to get your guard down by trying to say what's up, like shit is cool. You know what something, I'm saying? Something similar. I don't really go to parties like that, but I went to a party about a few years ago, and even though I didn't dibble and dabble in the negativity, I'm still from that. And I know how, how everybody gets down. Make a long story short, I went to this party, had some drinks, and I bumped into somebody. I thought it was on. He said, nah, what's good? What's good? It shocked me mm-hmm. that nothing happened. Like, everybody you mean, like, was, literally like, bumped every, into him? Yeah, it's a party. Like, yeah, so yeah, the shoulder. Okay. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I'm thinking it's about to go down because that's just my thinking. But mm-hmm. the people in the party was actually like, ah, what's good? Now you good. What's up? Like, people you didn't know gave you dap. Mm-hmm. I was not used to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it opened like, I actually went home was like, dog, like. Everybody was cool in that party. Mm-hmm. That's I how it's going to be something. Mm-hmm. For the most part, every That's party I've ever been to, it's been like that. You know what I'm saying? Like even if, like even if I'm walking past. First of all, I just want people to understand when you're in a party, it's people everywhere, people walking in all kind of directions. If you get bumped, it's not the end of the fucking world. Somebody steps on your shoe, it's not the end of the world. Like, but it's not on like where it's six. From. It's not like it's six people in a whole joint. It does, but the even mentality. It does depend on, on where you're from. But you even from. if, even if we, you know, what I'm saying, even if you take into account where you are from, you still got to take into account that every situation isn't a situation that's meant for, for the es- thing, to though, escalate the, the violence. Thing. People people value different things based on... Where you from? To say class. It's really class. So yeah. if it's like in jail, you could get 
beat the fuck up over oodles and noodles. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it's like it's the value system. What do you what do you value more? People value respect so much where they don't have money. Cause when you the more you know the this violence, the more the higher the income class of the neighborhood, the lower the violence goes. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because people value it's a certain respect that comes from being violent in our community. Right. It's just the way it is. The dude that's out in the middle of the street screaming, it's a certain respect he gets for whatever reason, wherever it came from, you mm-hmm. know, people kind of, you know what I mean, respect him. Women kind of gravitate toward him because in their eyes, this is an alpha male. Young boys seeing that he's getting respected, they want to emulate the alpha male. Right. You know what I'm saying? So this is this is where the, the neighborhood and conditioning comes in. Everybody, you know, you learn the language. This is the language. Our language is violent, yo. You know what I mean? That's the bottom line. How did it get there? We talked for hours about how it got right. there. But that's really the language. And the thing is, how do you, how do I speak a whole nother language, which is conflict resolution, to someone who only speaks violence? You want to know what I think? Right. And then I'm known to make things seem easy. That's just the way I talk. If you actually had a group of these kids together and you didn't, let's say you didn't know who they were, but if you speak love into them, happiness into nah, them, that, right, that that overpowers them all. You feel what I'm saying? And let's say we had a basketball tournament and they're having fun probably for the first time in their life. They got a coach who's a man in their face talking to them like they want and needed to be talked to. They got structure for once. They're happy. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, if you just speak love into them, I'm pretty sure we can solve majority of the issues we got going on because ain't nobody be really loves it. Yeah, man. consistent. Because it's, it's one, and, and, and this is why I go back to the mothers, you know what I'm saying? Not to try to blame mothers, but I feel like, you know, they ha- they also have a responsibility. I was at work the other day, and I know y'all seen something like this, and the mom just spazzing on the son, like, shut the fuck up. Hurry the fuck up. Mm. He like three, bro. Whoa, wow. whoa, whoa. You know what I'm saying? He like three. And wow. that ain't the first time I've seen that. And I right. know people be seeing this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, whatever happened while the father isn't there happened. But at the same time, the mother is reinforcing this trauma, this anger. Right onto the kid. You know what I mean? And he's a boy. Right. He sees his mother acting understand. emotionally impulsive. He's, this, he's going he's he's to do the normal. same thing, right? He's becoming normal. And that's you know how he's going to talk to his girl. All, all that shit comes from childhood, man. Like, we can't just act like we just woke up and one day we just wanted to punch somebody in the face. Right. We've been seeing that shit. You know what I'm saying? We've been seeing that shit from our mothers. You know what I mean? My mom, I know my mom specifically, she want to call everybody fucking bitch. Everybody bitch this, bitch that, bitch that. You know what I'm saying? I hate that growing up makes it easier for me to call females bitches. You know what I'm mm. saying? On top of the niggas in the street doing it, I'm like, shit, my mom called her a bitch too, so it's okay because I hear my mom say it, so, right. you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I'm, I'm of age now where I understand, like, I try to refrain from certain language, you know what I'm saying? But we see stuff, man, like her yelling at him, that shit happens all too often. Yeah, it happens all the time. You know what I mean? That happens a lot. I know but, some people who... But, but I know, people don't shine a light on it. I know some people who don't to. even talk to their kids. Like, they'll get mad at their kid, and the first thing they say is, go to your room. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not even disciplining them mm-hmm. to the fact that they can decipher what they actually did wrong. But you know what it is? They didn't get it. This goes back generations, right. bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, my mother's generation, you know, they had certain issues where they didn't get certain love. And so they taught me. You know what I'm saying? I And then I ended up teaching my kid something I didn't learn. The ignorance I learned from my mother, I could easily pass down 
And I mean, in my case, that's not the real scenario, but I'm looking at right. it ain't just about me. You a know broad perspective. It's about the community, you know what I mean? But you got people that were neglected in some type of way, molested sexually, emotionally, and then they have children. Mm-hmm. And then they're teaching, you know, it's like the sick raising the sick. You right. know what I mean? The but traumatized it, raising the So nothing, you don't think nothing ever clicks with people sometimes where it goes, all right, this is what happened to me when I was coming up and I didn't like it. Let me not do that. People don't have that counsel. You know what I'm saying? People don't even, we subdue that. We hide that shit. We embarrass. Yeah. People don't talk about it. That's one of the biggest issues. We don't have those. But even if you, even if you don't, sessions. even if you don't talk about it, could that be a self-conscious thing that you keep amongst yourself? I think, you time fl- sometimes. Yeah. I think time flies. I think time flies and before you know it, you, you drowning in your own issues and you don't even know how you got there. You understand? That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's what I think. Point. Yeah, nah, that's a good point. Shit. Like, you don't take the time. So when Ian is like, this this mother is cursing out her child, she's really ch- cursing out the dad probably. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Right. She and, whatever, and whatever else happened to her yeah. with her father. Right. And she don't even you know, know what I'm saying? Right. She don't even know it. By the time she realizes it, she done raised a 10-year-old bad mm-hmm. kid. She's like, oh, my God, I did that. Now she needs to find time for herself, let alone her kid, because she right. got to fix herself first. But right. this is what happens when we have children and we're not ready. Yep. Not saying that That's I'm not above is. that, but we ain't ready to have these children. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So now, the reason why they can't fix it, because you're too busy being a parent, but you really need time for yourself. You don't got that you, time. You haven't even been parented. Right, right. And it's time for you to be, be a, parent. a parent. Right. You know what I'm saying? You didn't even have accurate parenting. You know what I mean? How, how are you How can learn? you be a parent? How do you know how to do it? Right. You know what I'm saying? From TV, you watch it on TV. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then, you guys, and then you're resistant to other people that are like, yo, maybe you shouldn't do that like that. Like, fuck you. Who are you? Don't tell me how to raise you know my saying? son. Like, somebody need to tell you how to raise and him because you're not doing it. And that's sad because back to the mom, I can understand. Not I can't because I, I can't understand why she would. But I can pretty sure believe that if she actually got a man, the man that she deals with next is the person that's going to calm her down. And that's not right. She'll probably become a better person if the man, if, if the next man she meets is the right one and leads her in that direction. You see is what he, I'm saying? If he's the right, if calm, he's the right man, calculated, she's not going to get it on her own. She ain't because she don't see nothing wrong with what she did. Exactly. But then, but That's even the scariest part, she don't even think she's wrong. Right, and then on, t- but then you got to wonder what kind of man is she going to get because a man that got any kind of sense ain't going to settle for somebody who's going to talk to their kid like that That's or talk true. to him like that. So she's going to get the so same kind of man. Exactly. She's going to get the same kind of man. And he's he going to talk to both of them asses, like that. Two ignorant-ass parents right. raising a kid that's growing up shooting. Selling dope out the house. You know what I'm saying? So, like you said, it is about class, even within the own uh, social scale. Because you can, even though we ain't nobody rich, but you're making a pretty decent living for yourself as opposed to those who might be okay with skating by on welfare. You know what I'm saying? If you making a good living for yourself, you ain't going to fuck with somebody who depending on welfare. Mm-hmm. And if you depending on welfare, nine times out of ten, you're not going to get that person that's out here striving, making something for mm-hmm. themselves. Well, it depends on how you carry yourself. You that's, know what I'm saying? But that's what I'm saying. Like, I wouldn't say don't deal with her because she's on welfare. <laughs> not saying you're saying that, but as a man, if you're confident enough, like, see, if you meet her and you don't know she's on welfare and yeah. then you find out... Mm-hmm. Don't just go off. Yeah, like, yeah. You know what I mean, you really right. go off her ambition. Right. So, and as a man, if you do got it going on, maybe that is manly to take this woman and her children and bring them up with you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you can do that too. But at the end of the day, I do understand what you're saying. There's some people who just shouldn't be touched because you just not ready. You're going to bring me down or you ain't going to make me better at all. Mm-hmm. But I do think that it is manly to take a woman and her child or her children 
and help bring them up. All about what she presenting first, yeah, though. Right, right. All about what she presenting first. What she's presenting first is physical. You know what I mean? And we fall for that too. Every easy. time. We fall for that too easy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Women fall for it too. Right. You know what I'm saying? Women fall for the dudes probably or he probably just got money. Mm. But he's no good, but he got money. Right. And he still situation be a piece of shit. might be a little tight, so they think he's gonna make him a little more comfortable. And he probably does in certain instances, but he's probably abusive. He's probably you know what I mean, negligent. So basically, whatever. it just comes down to love. The it violence, the negativity, one word, four letters, love. And we spread it, and we put more love. Like for example, over the summer, I think they was gonna have like a basketball league. Um right. I signed Jabria for it. It's like Mercer County. Uh-huh. I paid the money and everything. Went up there, boom, boom, boom. The coach called me back a week later, say I got to give you your money back because nobody came and signed their kids up for it. Mm. But that was just something that could have been there for these kids over the summer, mm. playing basketball with kids you've never met before, building mm. relationships, and now y'all got something going on. Oh, you got an Xbox? I got an Xbox. Now we playing video games. They don't send kids to camp no more. Yeah, you do. Costs yeah. too much money, man. It do. It's, that's what the problem. That's the whole issue to begin money, with. Man. Yeah. Down Boys money, and Girls man. Club cost money. I mean, I went to camp as a kid. That shit like, was fucking awesome. You gotta, you gotta not be working for them to actually help give you. you like, some yeah, shit. Right. Like, they want you not to be nobody in order for you to, to you rely on their assistance. But then when you get a job, well, we can't help you. Well, listen, my job, I paid the rent or the mortgage and everything else. Car, no car insurance, cell phone and now, bill, groceries. I don't groceries. have an extra $100, $200 a week for right. some type of after school care, whatever it costs. I don't know. Right. You're right, man. So now it's so what? So then, so then, so then you got to go get a part-time job. So what happens when you get that part-time job? It you takes away find, from time for your kid. You got to find somewhere for your kid to go. You know what I'm saying? Every night. That's why it's, that's why it's true when they say it takes a village to raise a child, man, because, that's what it down to, you know what I'm man. saying? Because hopefully, if, hopefully, the schedules can be worked out to the point to whereas if mom is all booked up, then dad got to open and hit a schedule to be able to sit with the kid and vice versa. Or if both mom and dad's schedules are booked up, maybe there's an aunt who's really close or an uncle or a grandma. You can only hope so. You can only hope, man. You and know what I'm saying? It. And that's another reason why family is so important because Bro, who else you going to rely on in those kind of instances where you can't turn the world? Families aren't as big as they used to be. That's they why not. I say, like, you better hope that in the space they don't build huge homes no more. Like, even the homes that I spoke on, them still, like, three two-bedroom homes. Right. So now, you know, they don't have that five, six-bedroom houses they used to have. They used to have attics and four bedrooms and a basement. Like, well, the basement That's wasn't finished. you build relationships with your friends, with man. With your community. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean? And Network. We, and, and us being so divided, you know what I mean? That killed all of that, yo. Like, we don't rock with each other. I remember... You know what I mean? I grew up in the projects. If I did some bullshit, somebody would see it and be like, yo, I'm going to tell your mom. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I was a little more cautious about how I did stuff if I wanted to cut it up was a little same, bit. Same way with me. You know what I'm saying? Now it's like, because now the mothers done laid down the law like, you know, you better not put your hands on my kid or, you know what I'm saying? Leave my child alone. Don't worry about him. I'll take care of him. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to me being scared that when I come over here, your dad going to check me. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no more of that. Because my mom already told your dad, you better not. Mm-hmm. You know what and what you mean? were sitting right there when he you know said it. When so he the, said it. So the first, so so the tried, first chance like, he tried, first, you go, touch me. right. And then the first thing you're going to do is go back and tell. Tell your mom. Uh-huh. And then now, and then you don't come oh. back over no more. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. But we all divided, man. 
it's unfortunate out here, man. It's a lot of different. It's a lot of different aspects and perspectives you could take because it's not just you can't. This is a one huge problem, but it's a problem with different angles that you can attack it from. You know what I'm saying? That's, so that's the truth. It's not just one. It's not just oh the father isn't there. Right. You know what I'm saying? I know we say that a lot, but that's only. It, it, we got four flat tires. You can't keep pointing at that one flat tire. Right, because, bitch, even if you, you know do get saying? air in this motherfucker, exactly. this shit's still not driving. You know I mean? so right. Then we're going to be like, oh, shit, but what's up? What else is, you know what I mean? Right. We really, you know I mean, pay attention to what's really going on because it's deep, man. It should go back generations, though. It's all about trauma. It's all about turmoil. I think I think the main thing about it, I think the one like the main thing is motherfuckers not knowing who they are to begin with. You know what I'm saying? From mm-hmm. the father not being there to the mom being whatever she is, to you having your own issues about your own identity. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe that kid didn't grow up with his pops, and now he trying to identify, he trying to figure out why he acts like this and nobody else he's around acts like this. You know what I'm saying? He mm-hmm. thinks he's he's weird or he's he doesn't fit in because mm-hmm. he might share some qualities with his dad, but his dad isn't around, so he doesn't mm-hmm. anybody to connect these qualities that, qualities that he shows with when he sees his mom and his other brothers or whatever don't act the same way that he mm-hmm. do. So for the fact, and you know, as a kid, you get teased for that shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, coming up, growing up and growing into your own features, you get teased for the shit that don't look right. Oh, you got big lips or you got a fucking lopsided head, whatever. That shit just might be hereditary. You don't even know it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got that. Your pop's there to say, son, we, I got big lips. Your uncle got big lips. You're growing to him. You'll be fine. I got picked on when I was young. It's no thing. You know what, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, shit, we yeah, all fucking dead, man. Let's not, let's not forget about the music, man. The influence the music had. Yo, let me tell you this funny shit. The influence music had on me, right? Uh-huh. Who was your favorite rapper as a kid? Uh, Meth. Okay. Oh, shit. All right. No, Takao. Yeah. Woo! Um, Meth, Meth was my guy, but, um, you know, from the Woo era. So all the Woo, right. Meth, RZA, you know what I'm saying, Redman too. You know what I'm saying, what I really, who I really, you know what I mean, really ran to. But Cameron. Uh-huh. Cameron. I really rock with Cameron. And... You know, of course, Mob Deep and all. Cameron made me think it was not okay to eat pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking wait, listening to Cameron made me not want to eat bitches' pussy. I'm telling you, it wasn't until I finally had a conversation with my uncle. And he sat me down, and not only was he saying, you better eat it, <laughs> he was showing me how. He said, you grab a little man on the top, and you suck it softly. We're giving sex tips. You know what I'm saying? Like, he really broke it down, but it wasn't until. But, but, but How old were you when you had that conversation? Well, from going from listening to Cameron to having that conversation with your uncle. Um, nah, because Cam- when Cameron was around, I think I had that conversation with him before. Um, cause Cameron, I'm thinking that's probably like 96. So he probably talked to me when I was probably like 13, but I, because of Cameron, I was like, man, fuck out of here. I, ain't, I wasn't right. trying to hear it. Right. But, right. You know what I'm saying? But like later on down the line, we had a conversation cause I tried it. Mm-hmm. I tried it on a girl. Then I went back and had a conversation with my uncle and he like schooled me on how, like right. real details on how to do it. But that just goes to show the type of influence somebody I didn't know. But I would listen to all the time. Right. Had on has on a young mind. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's not really developed, that don't really understand the difference between, you know, fiction and you know what I'm saying? It's like with the gun yeah. talk. You know what I mean? I thought this was normal. Right. You know what I mean? I'm sure they played a part in me. 
feeling comfortable enough to grab guns. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm thinking like, oh, this is normal. This is regular. And if I'm not doing this, something is wrong with me. Right. I better get with it before it's too late. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's really how I thought. And now, what they listening to now? Ooh. All it is is these Chirac, songs. You know these what songs saying? will convince it's any of these crazy. kids to do any new drug that's out. Yeah, I was. And you can tell them what the drug, drug does. You can tell them what the drug does. They'll still take it. Yo, real shit. I was way too afraid of my like my mom word was law to me, dog. Like even though I still rebelled That's and did certain off, shit, yeah. like my mom word was law. I, mean, I I never forget one time, because I, I used to want to be cool. I remember when I was in the sixth grade, I got some, uh, I got the Iversons and shit, the Reebok question joints. She told me to tie my sneakers up all the way to the top. So I was like, all right, I tied them up to the top. When I left the crib, I get on the elevator, go downstairs, I put the knot in my in my shit. So. You know what I mean? I put the knot in my shit so I can bounce and go to um and go to school. So I have the knots hanging, just chilling. She was on a sixth floor window, dog. She looked down at a block away and said, "You better tie those motherfucking sneakers <laughs> from the sixth floor window, dog." I was like, "What the hell? Yo, why can't you wear your sneakers the way you? Why I can't wear my sneakers the way I want to rock my sneakers? I don't want to lace them shits all the way to the top. That's not cool, mom. <laughs> Nobody fucking does that." You know what I'm saying? Yo. I was mad as hell, dog. And like, I was so terrified that, like, literally, I didn't untie them shits the whole fucking day of school. <laughs> like, I, I made sure them shits was tied. Damn. My fucking mom was, my mom, nah, man. You can't do that shit with my mom, you know? I mean, as I got older, you know, certain shit just became who I was or whatever. But coming up, nah, bullshit, you can't get off my mom. That shit wasn't happening. Which is why I never got involved in none of the shit that was going on. Because, like like I said, my mom was, my mom was about that bullshit. Now, how do we stop the gun violence in Trenton? There's no one way. But we had a conversation at the round table discussing ways. And, uh, you know, if you have any suggestions, definitely leave a message on the SoundCloud box. Hit us up on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? Ian Polk is in the building. Ian Polk. Ian Polk is in the building. You know which way not going to work? Increasing the the time and punishment. Right. That's not going to work. Right. We just got to get out there and talk to these kids, man. Spread this love. Um, keep Show them another up. option, man. Keep, keep building That's up the these most communities. Important thing. Show them another option, If man. they want to play Xbox, let them play Xbox, man. Don't you know it's motherfuckers nowadays winning Xbox tournaments from, like, playing Madden and they wearing millions of dollars? I told my son because he loves video games. Listen, you ain't got to be a basketball player. You could be somebody who... You could be a basketball... You could be a virtual basketball player yeah, and get paid. Invent a game. <laughs> like, invent, a, yeah. invent a game. If, if, if playing video games is what you love, then why don't you go to school or just master the art of putting a game together and have your own brand? And that's, and that's another thing, too, man. Like I said, you got to show him another way. So if that kid is really into something, he just... He just he, he not taking the time to actually think about where this one thing can take him because to him it's no bigger than playing a video game. Right. But he doesn't know that that video game is actually a fucking billion-dollar company. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Microsoft, they getting bread or whatever. Stop so. playing that bullshit music with your baby in the back, man. They hear that shit. <laughs> Yo, I don't play curse words with my – I thought it was 13, and I don't play curse words in my car. Yeah, that's just me. Ain't no I, more filter, man. You ain't nobody like you, bro. Yeah. I'm telling you. I don't play, play that shit. Me and my daughter were riding silence if I can't find – the um I prefer edited version. Silence most of the time. I can't find anyway. like like me and my son, we listen to it. We listened to Dave East earlier when I took him to the game store. He like, Dad, who that? Like, it's Dave East. I'm glad he asked me because it caught his ear. Where I played it so much, I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. But when it's me and my well, daughter, maybe he thought it was white. He just no, went, he why did. my dad he listening? Was to this he was like, like Damn, who this fire? <laughs> <laughs> who this fire? Right he probably here? got out the car when you dropped him out. Like Dad, listen to that garbage. <laughs> but when it's me and my daughter. We do not listen to curse raps in your daughter? 13. Oh, all right. And I know she Y'all does. 15-year-old, 13-year-old. Yep, and I got a 2-year-old son. 
and we do not listen to curse words in the music. We don't listen to certain like this. The thing we li- we put an R and B song, they keep talking about sex. Mm. We put on a rap song, they did that. So it's like mm. I don't know what to listen to. Listen to country, man. Nah, DJ Khaled got a nice <laughs> album. We got the keys. It's not a disrespectful album, but I put it on the edit edited version, mode, and mm-hmm. I can play it all the way through, man. Damn, yo, that shit. Fucking edit. I hate edited songs, man. Gotta, uh, I know you got to do it's it, for but the kids, man. yeah, it's for the, that shit is fucking garbage. Gotta, <laughs> who, who, like, who your dig a hole this week? Hey, yo, can I do it now? You can do it now. <sighs> dig a hole and bury your motherfucking self. Now I know y'all all know about the shit going on with Meek Mill and, and, and the game, and it's a late Benny Siegel. Benny Siegel was a victim of a knockout punch. By some fucking gargantuan Hulk Hogan armed motherfucker. I didn't see the punch, but I saw the still image of when the punch hit his face and the nigga arm that was in the picture, that shit, his fucking forearm was the size of a speaker. This nigga was massive. This nigga was huge. But this nigga was also a faggot. I'm gonna tell you why, because Beans was on Tax Stone podcast and after the shit happened. It happened after the Bad Boy concert you went to, right? Yeah. Oh, no, it happened before, actually. He got knocked out before he performed, which right. was, it was amazing before, to me. And he still oh, performed. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it happened before, and he still performed. But Check. before the punch came, Seagull said they was actually having a conversation face-to-face, and they was from the same part of the same mm. part of Philly. So mm. yada, yada, yada. They talking. Yeah, I'm going to see you later. I don't know if he was saying, like, I'm going to see you later. Like, we're going to get it on. I'm going to see you later, and we're going to talk about it. But he was like, I'm going to see you later. As he's walking away, and they're going their separate ways, that's when the dude hooked him. Now, after he goes on and does that interview, which was a great two-hour two-hour interview on Tax Stone Podcast, if you ain't heard it, Meek Mill went on Hot 97 and did a freestyle. Now, the freestyle was hot, but you got an answer for this shit that's going on, homie. You just can't drop no rap and just be like, when yeah. The rap, when the real talk. Yeah, like in. you can't. You got to answer these questions, bro. Like you, you, you live by the street. You abide by it so hard. This is two things I got to say about Meek. One, I remember specifically not too long ago, you definitely said that after when DC4 dropped or some some shit like that, you wasn't going to have any more violence mm-hmm. in your lyrics. You said you weren't going to have any more violent lyrics in light of all of the police officers killing mm-hmm. unarmed black men. Second, you can't just go up here and rap and act like this shit not happening. Yo, niggas is questioning <laughs> your character, dog. So the fuck what if you drop some hot bars? <laughs> that shit don't fucking matter, it's niggas. Too late now. It's it too fucking late. Now. That it's, shit don't apply. Yeah, we all know you can rap, but, yo, you you a street nigga. You live by it. You abide by it. So a nigga calling you a rat, that's like the worst fucking thing you can be, ain't it? You supposed to be up in arms ready to defend yourself. And the nigga said he wanted to fade. Game said, yo, he snitched on me. I want to fade. But then you turn around and you got your homies... I'm going to shoot you with this, that, and the third. Like, wait a minute. How you go from I'm not going to have any violent lyrics in my songs to when somebody got a problem with you and they want to shoot the fade, now you want to shoot them? No. No, 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 no. You already seen me hitting the bag. You man. seen me hitting the bag. You know what it's like. Yo, I like, the freestyle. Like, I like I ain't... the freestyle meek. You can rap, but that shit do not take away from the fuck shit niggas is saying you saying. If you want to get from underneath this dark cloud where it's raining on you heavy, my brother, you got to come out. You got to have like some kind of Angie, Angie Martinez type interview where you go in detail about what's going on. Like it's going to have to happen, man. You got to answer this shit, bro. 
I like the freestyle. Real talk, man. You know what I'm saying? I like the freestyle. Real talk. You gotta have men, real talk, man. my nigga. You men gotta, gotta grow sit up. down and talk to If you to fucked men. up, you gotta say you fucked up, man. If the nigga hook you, well, you know. All eyes on y'all. You wanna be, I'm telling you, he wanna be emotional when Bean's trying to be a man. Exactly. And have conversations. You wanna be emotional and shoot and get guns right. and jump. So that and ain't happening. Pop so off, be violent. For all of that, me, yo. For for I don't know if you sent that dude with the Hulk Hogan speaker arm the hook beans or what because of he said he might have helped y'all niggas with your rhymes but we all heard O'Melly rap on the Sway Show that nigga needed fucking help so for all of that shit Dream Chasers and Meat Mill y'all got to dig a hole and bury your motherfucking self because y'all on some bullshit. <laughs> That's it. Here's what I don't get about Meek Mill, though. I think he was a battle rapper before he came to the game. Uh-huh. Battle rappers do not not battle rap, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So when a right. battle comes, your eyes get big and you go in for the kill. Basically, I don't know what he's doing with Drake, with 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 Game, with Beans. You're a battle rapper. This should this should be your this should lane. be your prime time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should now, be ready to go. It might be hard for you to make a single, which we know it is. You need help. But when it comes to battle rap bars, this should just be your lane, and you should be attacking, attacking, attacking. And on top of that, how come every time he go to do a hot freestyle or Jackson Nucci, he go to Hot 97 and not Power 99? I'm, I'm goes to Power 99? Oh, was Philly? Yeah. Oh, okay, my fault. I'm about to say, goes like, to Power 99 anymore? I'm pretty know. sure if it wasn't for Power... I wasn't listening to Meek when he first came out, but I'm pretty sure Power 99 was That's one of the true, first though. stations to play. That's true. Why he not in Philly? He need I, to be in Philly I, 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 anyway. think he, I think he had like a party he was hosting that night in his defense, but he could have... Bitch, Philly and New York for a rich nigga, that ain't nothing. Because I can go to Philly and New York in the same day. Hmm. All right, man. Prepare yourself, man. Yeah, man. That was episode 17 of the podcast, brothers. We had a good time. A nice, deep conversation on um, the streets and what I feel we like we do. Got, I feel like we covered a lot. I feel like yeah, we got a lot out there. You know what I mean? We definitely had some real talk. We'd like to thank Ian for coming through, Shout man. Shout out to homie Ian for coming through and dropping them gems that he dropped right y'all, there. man. Y'all keep doing what y'all doing, man. I love this. Love this dialogue, man. We need it's it. It's important. Appreciate it, man. It's very important. So uh, we are the podcast brothers, and... Uh, we are out. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Fresco, one half of the podcast, brothers. If you like everything you heard in this episode, you can go to our iTunes page by searching the podcast, brothers, and subscribing to our page and getting all the links sent straight to your phone. You can also get in touch with us on our Twitter page, the Podcast Brothers, and you can also email us at mybrownmepodcast at gmail to talk to us personally and get all the information you need.